0: Let's get it. Be sure on your way in to smash that like button. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and Beyond Cowboy Nation. And on top of that, while you guys are here, just know this: one day at a time, we're we'll moving at a time, brick by brick. Well, I'm gonna give you guys my observation from the nation. Come on. We're going to listen to Dak Prescott, too. We're going to listen to what he have to say. There's no practice today, by the way, Cowboy Nation. But there's always news and information we can talk about. Let's go. Shout out to y'all. Morning gang, appreciate you guys so much. Shout out to Sam Williams, Jalen Tobert, Tupac and Biggie, shout out to them. Jimmy Johnson, shout out to them. <laughs> Come on. Shout out to you all that's watching. The real one. My space black planet. Let's go. The Ashy Legs. Shout out to the Ashy Legs out there. Appreciate y'all too. The community is needing all the people in here. Let's go. Yup. Come on. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up with y'all, man? What's good? I don't know why the Cowboys took a day off, but it is what it is not. Nah, they did this for, you know, development. It's about developing your craft right it's about developing your team of people to be around you to be on the same page or what have you individual meetings and things like that so that everybody can be on the same page right shout out to you ken owens jay lombardi and justin no days off right (laughs) well y'all know law is going to be able to talk to you shout out to you mario Appreciate you on the Facebook, man. I really appreciate you as Modi is and Jay Lombardi, the first person that's in here. Thank those who went to lawnationsports.com and commented there in the community tab there. I really appreciate you guys so much for providing me the feedback and everything. Uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, Lovey Brown. I saw you, man. You was one of the first people over there uh, helping the channel out and helping the, the actual Website out. I really appreciate you, man. I really do. I really do. So first day of mini camp, we heard the news. We heard the storylines of Dak Prescott doing his thing, Jalen Tobert. I appreciate all of you guys that watched the video or, or the still pictures that I put up yesterday about the training camp or what have you and the things that happened. And there are a few things that people will always be negative about. Law has been 27 years, law. I mean, come on, law, has been 27 years. Why do you still talk about this team, man? And then there will, there will be some people saying, yeah, man, I love this because now we're hearing news about guys that they probably followed in high school, went to college. Now they playing with the silver and blue on. So there's two ways to look at it. There's one way you can be negative. The other way you can be just optimistic or you can be right in the middle. I had people hit me up and say, why do you talk about this all through the offseason? What are we supposed to do? Sit down and say, hey, man, we're not going to put out no content until September. I will see you all in September. You No, it don't work that way, beautiful people. It don't. You got to be able to talk as it go through the process. You win some, you lose some, right? That's how it goes. Just like this last season around this time, it wasn't the Eagles fans, it was the Washington fans, right? They were talking left and right. We, we going to beat y'all again, man. We on our way, baby. The Washington Commanders, are well, at the time, the Washington football team, on their way, on their way. They were talking all of their stuff. And then when we played them, you can hear a gnat fart now. You know, <laughs> they know where to be found. But now you can hear all of the Eagle fans bloating about their team, saying, hey, man. We want Dallas. We want Dallas. All we try to do is see our play, people play. <laughs> yeah, Cal, appreciate you so much, Pegs. Man, you you a real one over there on the Facebook. Silver and blue for life. You know we want that. They all want Dallas now. You know, the, the more you win, the humble you get, right? We don't see a Giant fan nowhere in here, right? They're second place in this division as it relates to total rings or what have you. They counted from since the Super Bowl era, <laughs> but they're in second place, and you rarely hear Giants fans talk noise because they know, right? The higher you up, different type of, uh, uh, of, of of attraction you get. But that's story of a different day. We leave it to the Eagles and the and the Washington team to keep talking, but and and some of the bitter Cowboy fans because people fail to realize it takes time. It literally takes time. People would think if you really contextualize it, it was almost 20 years for the Rams to just win their Super Bowl, right? They won one in 99 or 98, 99 year, right? Greatest show on turf. And they just now making it back to the Super Bowl last season. One can literally argue that technically that wasn't that team because they went from St. Was it St. Louis to LA, right? Two different types. The fans that collectively in LA wasn't really rooting for the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, St. Louis Rams, where it was the St. Louis Cardinal team back in the day, but St. Louis Rams, right? Front runners, right? Front runners is what I call them. But neither here nor there. People think that the Cowboys should be in the Super Bowl every single year. News flash. That's not how it works. And being in the Super Bowl is not the only reason why you should support and root for this team. If that's the case in a scenario, when I pull up this chart right here, there should be nobody watching. There should be none of their fans watching. These teams right here waiting for a chip. None of these, the Cardinals, 75 years, according to Cowboy fans. Some of y'all, there shouldn't be Cardinal fans. They they shouldn't even be able to talk, right? It's been 75 years. They shouldn't have no fans in the stand, right? And I don't care what they're doing or when they went back to it or what have you. Because the name of the game is getting there, not getting there to lose, right? I don't see multitudes of Bills fans saying, yeah, man, we made it to the Super Bowl back-to-back, dog. That count for something. No. It don't. Nobody going to be saying, yeah, man, that's the tape. I think that everybody gave, the Washington team gave the Bills a whooping in the Super Bowl. The Cowboys gave the Buffalo Bills a whooping in the Super Bowl. I think even the Giants, (laughs) all of us, we beat the mess out of them in the Super Bowl. But the Lions, 65 years. The Chargers, 62 years. Bills, 62. The Browns, 58 years. The Falcons, 57 years. Oh, the third of the some of the Cowboy fans that's out here rooting for Cincinnati, 55 years, I don't care that they made it to the Super Bowl last year. What What you want me to give them a cookie? My fan base is still better, or our fan base is still better, according to my thoughts or my rationale, right? But a lot of people will be willing to trade places right now just off of one year of that fame. But it's been 55 years. 53 years for the Vikings, 53 years for the Jets, and 48 years for the Dolphins. And I get it. Somebody's going to say, well, 48, shoot Cowboys right around the corner. Well, that's not close to years. Would you let a 48-year-old male date your 27-year-old daughter? No, you'd be like, hold on, hold on. You don't sit your geriatric self down somewhere dating my daughter. Get out of here. Scram. <laughs> you know, but I get it. You have every right to be angry and upset and mad at everything, but the Cowboys are not that bad. As it feels like for most. <laughs> Uh, What about Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, This is my guy, Vampire. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I don't know about the Jags. You know, the Bills lost four straight with Jim Kelly. (laughs) Right. Jim Laws. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. You're right. (laughs) So the thing is, the Cowboys, the news that we heard about, you know, what I talked about in this video, of course, you see Schultz out there working his magic with on the sidelines, not participating with everyone, right? We see that. We understand that. That's Schultz. And then we see good old Jerry Wayne and things watching the Hogzilla. I think somebody hit me up and said, Hey, la, what about Hogzilla? <laughs> what a vanilla gorilla, however. But he's watching his prime. Defensive tackle on the inside, right? We like seeing this Cowboy Nation. I want the best for him, anyhow, right? But there will be some growing pains with that. But Jalen Tobert, we hear glory reports of Jalen Tobert. We hear all of the good things that's happening with Jalen Tobert being able to be the punt return specialist and a guy that can line up on the outside and as well. It's giving you some slot action. This was a touchdown. From Dak Prescott, I get it. For those who want to detract and say, "Well, you know, law, <laughs> he's just a rookie. He won't do that." Give the man a chance to fail. Give him a chance or a time to fail before you guys paint that brother into a corner. And I like the aspect of what the Cowboys doing this offseason as it relates to training these guys individually and waiting. Like I said with the DK Metcalf situation, bring a man if the price is right, and of course if you're willing to give up something. But neither here nor there, we got Schultz that they trying to figure out a long-term situation for. 10.9 for your mind is coming off regardless, and that's money. 10.9 million dollars. And D Law. They expecting D Law to step it up. They are expecting D Law to look at what Parsons is doing and say, okay, can you bring us some of that, right? (laughs) Are you getting something better for that? And Schultz, a lot of people will look into this and say, oh, my goodness, man. Schultz, just get out there and perform. Stop making it about you. We get it. We absolutely understand you want your long term contract, but you better be careful. And this is ball and as well as Tyler Smith. We need these guys on the front five. The most this is the thing is about this unit, the front five. All of those guys must be on the same page. And it starts this offseason. Those boys better be on the same page. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to you, Italy Joe. I see you, fam. Just in the Facebook group. Now, thank you for sharing. Sharing is caring. And uh, Cowboy Nation, we got to step it up as it relates to this front five, the offensive line. That unit is a pure and true unit that everybody got to be on the same page. But neither here nor there, um, not to bore you guys with those still photos because they don't allow videos anymore. But I wanted to talk to you guys about Sam Williams. I said, I literally said, if he can just come in and be a rotational piece and give us four sacks, I'll be satisfied with that, right? Granted, if Basham do his job as well as, of course, Dante Fowler, and Doris Armstrong, if those boys give you solid production and you mix in, there was four sacks, Shoot, I'll be okay. But just yesterday in practice, we're talking about practice, not a game. We're talking about practice. He generated close to four to five sacks. And this is Sam Williams. And before I hear the detractor say, well, it's practice law. Well, that's the case. If that's the case, how come Basham didn't have four? Dorrance Armstrong didn't have four? You see where I'm going with it? Dante Fowler, we should be hearing storylines of them having four. Why all of a sudden only Sam getting four? Hmm? But I, I do take everything with a grain of salt, Cowboy Nation. I understand. There's a Reggie Davis in every practice. And for those who don't know, Reggie Davis always lighted up in practice. He was the guy that bounced from team to team, somehow landed on the Cowboys twice and was lighting it up in practice. Hell you know, man, my guy um Maurice Candidate. You guys remember? And we would say, "Man, them boys look, looking good, man." Reggie, we finally got our guy. <laughs> but then when the lights turn on, <sighs> he disappeared. And I'm talking about my guy Reggie Davis. Me and uh, there's a video. Oh, let me let me find it. Me and uh, Shango, we was live out there in Oxnard, right? And we was like, "Man, that dude number 11, Man, Reggie, Reggie doing his thing. Me and Shango were like, yeah, Reggie, 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 that's all, boy, man, you know. Speedster, take the top off the defense, catch everything that was thrown his way. embarrass a lot of people out there on the field. But when they turned those lights on. <laughs> the thing is with Reggie, it happened just right before they turned those lights on. When they put those pads on, mm, and then they was allowed to hit, yeah. When they was allowed to hit, (laughs) Reggie was like 5'11", foot, right around that height, 174 pounds, give or take. But when they put those pads on... Boy, Reggie started having the fumbleitis, dropitis, and everything else. So I just want to tell you guys, I get it, right, if you want to temper your expectations. But while it's in process, it's okay to talk globally of those players, right? And uh, that's what we want to see out of Sam Williams. Uh, Reports out there from Todd Archer as well as Jabril Cox or what have you, uh, people were looking at the timetable for Jabril Cox. I'm looking at it like this: Don't rush the kid. Uh, let Let's be uh, slow to that. What do you mean, Law, about being slow to Jabril Cox? We are very thin at linebacker. Razor blade thin. Razor blade thin uh, at linebacker. We are, and the same timetable that I'm looking for for Jabril Cox will be the same type of situation and scenario of how they handled the Malik hooker situation and scenario. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for them to handle those things, slowly move them around, let them work isolated drills, get them acclimated with running around left to right, what have you up, up, down, down, left, right, you know, and then, uh, you've, Figure that out with Jabril Cox, but don't throw him out there too quickly because there will be a situation where as you overcompensate and then Blake Jarwin happens to you, you know, you get re- reworked and you get re-injured on something else. And as a linebacker, your duty is to take on blocks. Your duty is to shoot through. A or B gap. Feel. People fail to realize the linebacker role to a team is very vital. I don't think that the Cowboys would have won a Super Bowl without Ken Norton, right? A lot of people don't talk about, you know, in the 90s or what have you, a lot of people don't talk about our linebackers. If I were to poll you guys right now and say, man, who's the three linebackers for the team in the 90s, right? I want to know. Can y'all post it down in the chat, the communications tab? Let me know. I'm going to quiz you guys. Who were the linebackers? We talk about Tony Tolbert. We talk about Charles Haley and those ashy legs, right? We talk about all of those things. (laughs) Inside joke, right? We talk about the DBs, you know, Kevin Smith and all of those other guys, but those linebackers, crucial, (laughs) right? Move Fowler to the strong, uh, uh, move Fowler to the strong linebacker star Sam Williams. Uh <laughs> you on the front office, you, you you on to something. Fowler do have some positional flex to play linebacker, by the way. Not saying that I would like to see him at the uh, linebacker or, or whether it is at Sam uh, Roll or what have you. And Sam Williams do have situations of positional flex to be a linebacker. But what I'm looking out of Sam Williams, he don't have that bandy bend situation. Not saying that you have to have a linebacker to have bend. So majority of his pass rush techniques to me fits into the mode of muscle memory, right? His get off is how he wins his get off his releases what have you from the LOS getting down and shooting down to the quarterback getting skinny so i don't want to have that kid learning too much pick you one side and learn from that get better at that particular craft and if you want somebody that you move all around like a chess piece let that be parsons that's just my thoughts don't put too much food on the kid plate as it relates to sound uh, Jim Jeffcoat. Yeah, appreciate you, Jamal. Appreciate you, Ken Norton. Look, my, my, my people, Dexter Coakley. All of these people, uh, you guys are naming. Uh, boom, and put that chat up here. All these people, y'all are naming. Uh, I love where Sack King. This is from B E. Appreciate you. Uh, yep. Before Norton went to the Niners, <laughs> yeah, shout out the old Forty Winers. <laughs> um. Malik Hooker is going to have a Pro Bowl year off the topic. You know. Ain't off topic, man. You right on topic, baby. You right on top. We talked, we we kicking it before we play this audio of Rain Dakota Prescott. We just kicking it right now. You know, we're having a good time. As you guys are on your lunch break, you putting down your your food, your oodles and noodles, you're going over there getting more duck sauce. You might be chilling over there. And then you said, let me. Let me just listen to Law Nation talk and ramble just a little bit, right? <laughs> and and we kicking it. Darren Smith, uh, shout out to you, man. Thank you for jumping in. Yep. Uh, Hooker is uber talented. <laughs> I like that. Uber talented. <laughs> uh, let's see. Vital piece in the 90s. Kevin Smith, cornerback. Paid to watch, man. Uh, appreciate you. Antone, we appreciate you. Uh, Have a margarita on you. Appreciate you. Gerard, appreciate you. But before we play some of this audio, I just want to let you guys know that Dak Prescott should run for president or at least governor, mayor, (laughs) city council or someone because he's going to give you guys some straight up good answers to any question that's thrown at him and he don't falter. <laughs> I said, man, that dude right there, I see a politician career in him uh down the line. You know, this brother uh can can really swing through it in the right way possible. Let's listen to this audio. Appreciate cowboys.com and I appreciate all of the work and dedication that they do. Uh, You can check out the full interview on Cowboys.com.
1: Minicam, just talk about what you guys hope to accomplish and how you feel this week. Before we go
0: further, can y'all hear that audio? Let me know been in camp and been able to do everything. Yeah, I mean, I
2: feel great, obviously, just, as you said, not being restricted, being able to, um, every every drill, everything, uh, and it counts, it matters. Just being able to get out there and having so many reps with these young guys, having uh, such a young receiving core and young team, um, just being able to rotate those guys with me actually getting there with those reps. Um, be able to have to explain some of the things to them, but those are good quality reps uh, for me and for some of those guys we are going to actually need in the fall.
1: Mike made a point to talk about the difference between this year and last year. Uh, you were able to run more and do more and build more comfortable. You seemed like you're leaner and, and more mobile with the scramble drill.
2: Do you feel that way? No, I, I definitely do. I mean, uh, I go on each off season, I'm trying, trying to be a better player and person than I was the, the year before. And so I, at this stage, at this point, I definitely feel like I've accomplished that. Uh, I think I'm far, um, so, so much further along than I was last year at this time. I mean, just being able to get the team reps, as you said, being able to move more, um, take care of my whole body and just focus on everything and not just my leg. Uh, it's a huge difference.
3: Yeah, she-
0: Nugget, If you don't think it's a nugget,
1: you must be out of your goddamn mind.
0: That's a nugget right there, baby. Don't you guys know how much stuff that they had to hide? And they tried to hide it last year to the max. To the max. Shout out to my guy, Big Jaw. To the max. They literally had to hide a lot of stuff. You had HBO, Showtime for your mind. (laughs) You had uh, everybody with a camera all in the Cowboys' faces, NFL. You had Tupac and Biggie climbing out of the grave. Tupac's still alive, by the way. He just beyond the ice wall. But he climbed over the ice wall, made it back to the D. United States, and he was like, it's like pleasure and pain. We're stuck in this game. Holler my name. He was sitting there recording himself. He's a fan, by the way. Talked to him just the other day with Billy Holiday. Said sitting there kicking it with Malcolm to the day cave. You know, and we were all out there watching Dak Prescott go through his Progressions. Can he really still throw the ball? Will he be validated for the money that the Cowboys paid him, right? And on top of that, Cowboy Nation, when you look at it and contextualize everything, this brother had to hide all of that stuff, right? He did. So he said that now he's further along the way. <laughs> My God, Dallas, I knew I was going to get somebody. I knew I was going to get somebody to come in here to talk about this stuff. You stupid. <laughs> he said, Dak, no, he can't throw. <laughs> Dallas 8-9. and nine. You know, here's the thing. The Cowboys went 12-5 and five last year with a quarterback that can't throw who threw for 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, which numbers mirroring exactly what the guy who won, the MVP, did. And that was Aaron Rodgers. I can't make this stuff up. But on one end, one guy can't throw. And the other end, one guy can walk on water. He just decided not to. In pivotal games, and his name is Aaron Rodgers. He said, Hey man, I got my one Super Bowl. It had been 13 years ago. I can just chill. I don't have to win another Super Bowl because I am the best thrower of the football. Come on, man. That's crazy.
2: It's crazy. My confidence is through the roof. I mean, uh, I feel good on the move or not. So, I mean, uh, to say that on the move is my best, I mean, I feel like I can make every throw from on the move, yes.
4: Walkie-talkie and your headset and all that. I'm sure that you guys have done that before. But how much does that help? In, is, is that a part of the off-season process of getting used to him? Is he talking to you in your interviews with that, or is he talking to somebody else?
2: No, no. I mean, that's that's honestly the only way we've we've practiced. We we do that throughout the week. I mean, that's that's the normal process of Kellen calling through the
4: importance of that though getting used to that that's sometimes these can be a grind but i'm, I'm feeling like that's probably
2: something that can help you. yeah i mean honestly i don't know any other way uh to answer that that's the way we've practiced the way we've prepared and i'm sure when i come on sundays it's you know it's second nature we've been getting that call i've been approaching the line or excuse me approaching the huddle mm-hmm. everybody's communicating the personnel um, so yeah once you get into the fall we've done this since since april so what
1: does it mean to
5: have Dalton schultz out there
2: Yeah, i mean it's huge Uh, obviously just what he means to this team his leadership uh just what the role he stepped into to to be the the guy at tight end and to to be a leader of this offense and to make plays he's a guy that i can count on uh that i can trust and that's just continue to uh grow and it's grown through these last these last few weeks
1: mike also talked about the fact that last year they were being smart with you and they didn't have many called runs in the playbook and things they limited some of the things because of you coming off the injury he said they probably would put more in this year do you feel that way that you can run more than you did last year because of your one year away from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I expect that about 20 carries a game. (laughs) (laughs) What's
6: that balance between getting some of that back, but also understanding, like you said, when you got your contract that you've got to be smart about it?
2: Risk versus reward and just understanding that, yeah, some of those are called and why are they called? To go get the first down, get that, get some yards, get out of bounds, and just know the importance of everything. And uh, the coach isn't going to call that for me to go try to run people over in stiff form. So just being smart and understanding that me being available, the best for
0: me. Yeah, and I do like the, the joke or what have you uh of twenty carries a game. The threat of run is always a um a big situation on how you play, especially on defensive side of the corn. Do you come down and crash on the quarterback or do you drop back into the flats? and say, I got to cover the flat guy, or I got to cover the guy that's in the deeper third. I'm going to pe- pe- bail out and just going to go straight to the deeper third area because now Dak Prescott is on the roll. But when you have the threat of the run, it isolates the linebacker, and the linebacker got to make that business decision. And we've seen teams struggle with those principles, but you got to be able to run. And uh, that is a situation whereas. Do you need a running quarterback in order to win? No, but you got to have that threat and make them pay when they do play certain styles of defenses. You got to make them pay. And I think what really threw Kellen Moore off is the making the necessary adjustments when Dak Prescott got injured, what have you. Uh, Like I said, uh, these stats right here, this is Dak Prescott before, before the injury. 5-1, 73.1 completion percentage, 302 yards per game. Passing yards attempt, 8.4. After the calf injury, he's 6-5, 65 completion percentage, 263 yards per game, 6.8. Now, for those who, who look at this and say, well, it had nothing to do with the calf entry.
1: You must be out of your goddamn mind.
0: We can literally see it, right? It would be a different storyline if those numbers were mixed in. And one can argue before you say, well, it was the kind of caliber of defenses that you played. No. Here's the reason why. Buccaneers were no one to sneeze at on the defensive side of the coin. Did we play them before or after the injury? Oh, we played them before. Oh, the Chargers, they were no one to sneeze at as it relates to their defensive uh, uh, situation. And when you look at it and contextualize it, too, about the Panthers at that time, they were the number two or number three, respectfully. Defense in the National Football League When we played them uh, Shout out to you Sam He says I uh, appreciate you for the donation there. This is Sparta He says what kind of a year Do you think Dak will have MVP, MVP Candidate year or average year Much love Law Nation Appreciate you man Are you not
7: entertained Are you not entertained
0: Let me ask you this If you were to take those first half before the injury numbers and you do your math on it, it will shatter whatever numbers that my guy Aaron Rodgers presented to us, right? But when you mix in the highs and lows, and I'm not saying that Dak Prescott can walk on water. He got some things that he must, I'm telling you, he must be better at, especially down the stretch of games. And if we're going to go only – By last year, you can literally say to yourself, all right, cool, he's going to have to get better in those departments regardless, right? But neither here nor there, when I look at this and I look at what Aaron Rodgers was able to do, and I say, well, those are MVP numbers. And this is including the fact and the notion that Dak Prescott had an injury plus, plus from that injury that second half of the year, right? Completion percentage is 68.8. We're talking about a point, 68.9, right? If you want to crucify Dak Prescott over that, then you can. But when I look at it, 4,449 yards, 7.5 yards per attempt, which anything north of 6.9 or 7, that is not considered dinking and dunking, by the way, Cowboy Nation. That's nearly 400 yards more than the reigning MVP. 37 touchdowns. Oh, he threw 37 touchdowns. Those stats are similar. And as well as both got sacked 30 times, Dak Prescott had 10 interceptions, Aaron Rodgers had four interceptions. Oh, so you mean to tell me the difference between 10 and 4 makes a world of a difference? I don't think so, Cowboy Nation. I don't. But, I get it. The detractors will say, man, come on, law, what are you trying to sell? I'm not selling you anything. Because I would flat out, if you were to tell me, if we were to switch offensive coordinators and you give me the pay, the Packers offensive coordinator, I'd take that any day. I'd take that any day. As it relates to game management and game planning, I would take that any day. I would take that particular system that they run out there at Green Bay Land any day. We got a guy that's still learning. And Dak Prescott was able to generate this type of outcome. That's all I'm saying, too, with that particular thing in mind. On top of that, Cowboy Nation, not to be any disrespect to Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, he's been playing for a long time. This is not his seventh year, by the way. I, I really digress on this, but neither here nor there, let's listen to more. And I want you guys to screenshot that and play that one, you know.
5: Jack, was getting leaner a conscious decision by you or is it just a product of you being able to do more physically than you were able to do?
2: Yeah, honestly, it's just a, uh, yeah, it's just a product. I mean, weight, weight's the same, so uh, people tell me that, I, I say thank you, so I mean, um, yeah, it's just a product of working on everything and not just uh, my leg and whether, whether it be rotation, um, whether it be diet, whatever, uh, just focused on, as I said, just every way that I can get better. What
1: excites
2: you most about this <clears throat> offense? You know, you have the guys that are eager to prove themselves this season and whatever the outside talk is, I know that doesn't matter to you, but for you personally, what excites you about this offense? Just uh, the youth that we have, as many young guys that we have, and we're going to have to uh, count on some of those guys. And I'm excited for just what they've done and excuse me and the time that they've been here. And I know the steps that they're going to take once we get into training camp. And as, as you said, excited for those guys just to, to get their name be known, because uh, there's a lot of... Guys that can make plays and guys that are going to be uh, huge at of this offense that I don't think their names are known yet. You've mentioned-
0: Right, he, he talking about the unknown, baby. <laughs> he talking about the unknown. You know, I said that last week, and I said that a couple of weeks before. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that
7: something doesn't exist. Mm. So what are you saying? Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns things we don't know that we don't
8: know. You could not live with your own failure.
0: <laughs> Appreciate you, Mr. Wright. He says, law, honest question. You watch football. What does Zeke have to do to shut Cowboy Nation? To shut up Cowboy Nation? Even with his injury and a bad offensive line play, he gave us 1,000 yards. Cowboy's expectations our, uh, of our players is so much higher than any team. <laughs> you know, the problem is with the Cowboys, when you have greats, legacies, it's hard to overshadow those greats, those legacies. You know, especially... When you have the all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, and a third of the Cowboy fan base didn't appreciate him. They didn't appreciate him. The Super Bowls helped Emmett. The Super Bowls, winning those Super Bowls helped Emmett. But a third, I remember growing up and, and people with Barry Foster, Thurman toast Thurman Thomas, I meant to say. Oh, my goodness, Barry Sanders, Natron Means. You know, they were going, hey, even Jerome Bettis at one, one point. L.A. Rams Jerome. <laughs> Metcalf, all of these guys. Oh, man, you put them behind this offensive line. People rarely gave Emmett credit. Oh, it's just a system, man. They run it. Oh man, he ain't that great. He don't have breakaway speed. And it's rally, you rarely can see Emmett get caught from behind. I think he was like a four six guy, you know, short, small in statue. So now when we fast forward and even with Emmett, people was talking about on his on his last end, shoo. Man, you know, Sherman Williams. Uh, they had a, every, man, everybody just didn't really give credit to Emmitt. Troy Hambrick. Man, I've seen Troy Hambrick, man. he man, Give him a chance. <laughs> I just wish I had YouTube then, right? <laughs> but the only way people are going to let up from Ezekiel Elliott is the Super Bowl. And that's the same that could be said for Dak Prescott and unfortunately it haven't started yet but I believe this will be the year the same will be said for C.D. Lamb especially since he went at 88 so they're not going to get off of his NUTs man they're going to stay on Ezekiel Elliott they're going to talk about his hair his nose ring (laughs) his weight is he big? Is he small? You know, they gonna, They gonna, They even talk about his mama. Right? That's why you ever go to Miss Elliott, you go to her page, she got to fight for her son every single day. They even talk about the man's mama. And nine times out of ten, it's not Eagles fans. It's not Washington fans. It's not even Giants fans. It's Cowboy fans. Literally. They would talk about the man's mama. I digress. People just hate Dallas. (laughs) Yup. They do. Shout out to you, man. Expectations on our players always higher. You right, man. You right. It's. (laughs) That's
2: (laughs) That's what it is, man. Tolbert. before does he continue to be one of those guys you think can have a breakout year yeah i mean obviously uh you, d- you draft a guy in the third round you expect him to come in and-, and make a difference and uh losing the the weapons that we did out wide uh, we're going to count on him and he knows that but he's a guy that's uh come in had the the right approach in it learned the playbook asking uh more and more what he can learn and he'll continue to get better and i'm sure he's going to take huge strides just in this month we're off knowing his personality and the guy he is yeah, I mean, great. Just getting better. Uh, continue getting better. I mean, all I'm comparing him to is the last time we're out there at practice and he's making a stride. So as long as we continue to do that, he's putting himself in the uh, in a good good position. I think there's the time that you've
5: not had with a guy like Washington, CD's been out the last couple weeks. How do you make up that time between now and when you get out to
2: Oxnard? Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get together. Uh, I'm fortunate, obviously, to have a field at the house. We'll, we'll make sure that uh, <laughs> we get out there a few times and just... Um, make make up that chemistry just get some of those routes some of those things that we may not have feel comfortable on but cd's a guy that we've been working we've worked all the way up to this point so uh he's, he's not necessarily what i'm talking about what but james and some of these other guys will make it uh it yeah, will make it a point to get some extra time in it's early in the offseason program but anyone from all three phases that may be sticking out to you uh, a newcomer mm. i mean a, a lot of the young guys honestly and uh, i wouldn't wouldn't dare to say one just to be honest just to uh there's 31 other teams listening as well so uh a lot of the young guys I mean we're a young team and obviously you look in the draft and you look at what we did and you look at our roster year one and year two guys are going to be asked to play and there's definitely a few on both sides of the ball that I'm excited excited for just what they've done and how quick they've come in and made an impact just out there at practice Was time last it? year where you thought about protecting
1: your leg in a way that you no longer do
2: no I can't say I, I, I can't say I did I mean w- once I get inside the the lines game day. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just focused on whatever it takes, and yeah, I mean, you go back. There's actually a couple of plays I looked at and maybe said that wasn't wasn't too smart. So um, mm. no, not necessarily.
1: But the, were there times that you look back that you would run now that you didn't last year?
2: Yeah, but I, I think that's all just a, a, a process of practicing that as well. Uh, I can say that post-snap, but why didn't I do it at that time? You know, why didn't I react that? So looking at that is going back in this time of this offseason and, and reacting that way, making myself react that way at times. So when I come to the game, getting those scenarios, it's, it's second nature. We're not looking back saying, what if or if I could have done that. And I mean, I don't play the game with, with regret. So it's just about going out there and playing in my preparation. You've What the you go. with the
9: read option? Like in the red zone, it just didn't seem like
8: you guys did as much of that last year. And obviously you coming back from the injury, do you think that there's a time where that could possibly come back? Or is that in the past for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it may have been in the playbook some last year. The guys just didn't give me the read, you know, so you Uh-oh. didn't think I was reading it. Uh, but <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, third and short uh, red zone. They're called a little bit more, but those those things were called.
6: You've had past summers where you've taken your receivers or all of your past catchers on a trip. Is that something you plan to do this year or now that you have the field, is it less something you focus on?
2: Uh No, I mean, I still plan to do it. I think it's just uh, something to break the monotonous cycle, whether it's the the building, whether it's my field, uh, just get the guys in a different Different environment, uh, train, make it a little fun, uh, and get some camaraderie at the same time.
0: Camaraderie, baby. What he baby. can bring to your Washington. Yeah, I mean,
2: obviously just a veteran. I mean, you turn on the film, contest contested, catch a guy, uh, he's got some juice. I mean, he can he can take the top off. And just in the time that we've had, uh, he's been very, very friendly and quarterback friendly. And so running running good routes. Uh, I'm excited just to see him w- with the defenders now. Is this the leanest
1: you've ever been or just to-
0: Before they talk about Dax build or what have you, uh, he's talking about James Washington. I can't wait to hear one of the people on radio say, James Washington. <laughs> but neither here nor there. Um, I, I think that James Washington is a guy that that's going to catch those difficult 50-50 balls, and it's going to be like a similar catch radius guy of Michael Gallup. And, and we need somebody that can aggressively take and attack the ball. And I, I like what C.D. Lamb is, is, you guys, looking at his highlights there. Uh, I like what C.D. Lamb brings to the table. And what I'm looking for C.D. is, for one, take some of the pressure off of him, alleviate some of that, and let your other guys eat as well. Before I hear the detractors say, oh, man, why are you trying to take pressure off of C.D. Lamb? No one caught the ball more. Than Cooper Cup last season, right? No one <laughs> was targeted more than Cooper Cup. No one had, I believe, more yards than Cooper Cup, nor touchdowns. And all the LA Rams did this offseason is put things around him to alleviate the pressure from Cooper Cup. I'm not saying that C D Lamb can't do those things of Cooper Cup or what he was able to do. But dog, it don't have what, what, but just what my guy just said earlier. Don't put higher expectations on CD lamb than Cooper cup. Right. But what cowboy fans would do collectively speaking, I want you guys to see me when I say this, you guys will look at Cooper cups production and you will literally say Cooper cup is better. Oh man. Law it's just flat out that he's just better. Oh, man, Cooper Cup, he could walk on water. If Cooper Cup was in this system, no. If Cooper Cup was in this system or if Cooper Cup was on the Cowboys, they would say, Cooper Cup, now do it all by yourself. You'll be Cooper Cup and Noah Brown. Do it. Make it happen. Go get it. And I'm not trying to sell him. guy Noah Brown. He's a hardworking guy. But some people just won't understand what I just said. They would never understand it. They'd be like, "Come on, man! If if the Cowboys just had Cooper
1: Cup." Linus, you've been in since the NFL. I don't
2: know. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Since so NFL or college?
2: Yeah, I mean, no, definitely, total, ever.
1: Yeah, in college <laughs> I
2: was a meathead.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. so, do you feel faster? Then have you timed yourself? Are you faster?
2: Have you done any? I'm leaner. I'm not faster. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm leaning.
3: I'm leaning. Those <laughs> don't
2: necessarily go ahead. <laughs> <and hand. laughs>
0: yeah, he said he's leaner, not fast. At least that was a wise response. And football is all about scheming, too. Law. Do you have any proof on that? When we played against the Broncos in 2013, Peyton Manning tricked the entire team and ran it in for a touchdown, right? That counted. Why was he able to do that scheme? You guys, I know some people right now that's probably older than Peyton Manning can still run faster than Peyton Manning any day that he played in the National Football League. But Peyton was able, you guys, who remember that play, by the way? You know, show of hands, who remember that play? Peyton Manning rolls out, tricked the entire Cowboys defense for the score. So sometimes it's not about the swiftness of the feet.
3: <laughs> you said there was a
6: play last week where you were really happy with, with his spacing and timing. Do you know what that was that he was referring to? I think it was in team periods and then also you've talked about not giving him too much too quickly now that you're a few weeks into this how does that change the conversations you're having?
2: Yeah I mean I don't necessarily know that particular play uh, but now it's about going back to that and really explaining him to, to why that was good or going back to finding other plays that may wasn't so good and explaining him and talking through him so now he has the reps to see it and to learn from and just the more reps we get the more we can talk over those and continue to grow. In terms of self-improvement this offseason what have you focused on? uh i mean everything just throwing the ball from every platform um as i said using my back leg every throw keeping it under me um mm-hmm. and it's paid off I, I can see the yeah i can definitely see, tell
6: see real him from one who i'm sorry Okay. Okay. Do, you,
2: do you see a real difference in him from hey, year one year two? Yeah, yeah I'm, Oh, come on, man. <laughs> the, all I heard was the Oco, know. Uh, No, definitely. I mean, he's obviously, yeah, that's a stride that you have to take. And uh, he's taking that in this offseason Whether it has been times of uh, throwing, the extra throwing, making sure that he's he's been there and he hasn't missed any of those. And then you get out here in these, um, the, the football, the 11-on-11 11 11 or whatever it is. And, yeah, he's, he's taking strides and he'll continue to take more. He's a guy that's uh, going to be big for us.
0: Let's see me. All right, so... Um I had someone to say, hey, man, you know, Cooper Cup and C.D. Lamb is not even in the same conversation. And I will give you that. But what you can't do is look at Cooper Cup as if now that he was doing it his entire career. Cooper Cup rookie year wasn't in the same room as C.D. Lamb's rookie year, right? Yes or no? Right. Cooper Cup second year, not even in the same room as Lamb second year. Yes or no. Right. But what people do is they tend to look at the good years and erase all what it took for them to develop to where they are at now. Cooper Cup wasn't a first round draft pick, by the way, Cowboy Nation. The Rams developed him. Right. He was a guy that grew into that particular role. He have two crazy, insane seasons. He is on his cup right now, right? (laughs) And he's not looking back to being the Cooper Cup of the old. But so many people, they tend to do these things. They would talk and belittle and shun their own players for another player that's in a different system who took time to develop to their particular role that they are in. The same could be said by Devontae Adams, right? He wasn't the Devontae Adams' first or second year. No one saw Devontae doing the things that he's doing now and now that he's over in Raiders land. So that's another thing. That's why I believe I'm glad that I do these type of shows because I'm, getting the, I'm giving you guys the chance and the opportunity to look at the bigger picture, the complete picture, and not as an isolated situation of a one-year deal, of what they did just in one year, just like even with the Anthony Barr, right? It's not the fact that Anthony Barr, I've seen some people going back and forth with the Anthony Barr's conversation. It's not the fact that he's a lead or not, but you're looking at someone that you can bring in from a level of experience. Write this down a new broom can sweep the floor good but that old broom can get those corners so you want somebody to bring it and i said i said this before we are razor blade thin razor blade thin at linebackers we are but Semi Fihoko, I, I I hope uh that he pick up the system well. Uh he's been hot and cold uh this uh off season. They said he makes some spectacular plays and then uh he'll fall off or what have you. But uh to be fair to Cooper Cup, oh, I'm saying Cooper Cup. Shoot, excuse me, Semi If 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 semi could be Cooper Cup, then baby, baby, we'd have hit the lottery. But to be fair to Semi Fihoco, let's see if he can continue to to develop. Let's not slander the man for right now. But Dak Prescott spoke glowingly of him just then. So, so let's go. What
2: happened to your hat? Back of your hat. It's an old hat. Sweat. Sweat. Yeah. It's called work. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about the man. I didn't, I didn't say that.
1: Dak, <laughs> <laughs> you talk about being leaner. Is your, is your diet drastically different than it used to be? Um, I'm.
2: I'm I can't say it's drastically different than a year ago. Uh, maybe, yeah, a few years ago. Um, definitely different than college. I mean, college was the Taco the Bell, McDonald's, mandatory <laughs> weekly. So, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, being the fast food and all that, removing that for the most part. Um, yeah, Don't it, it hasn't changed from last year. It's just sequence. training a little bit different, doing a lot more rotational things that I think have just dropped some of the baby baby fat, I guess, off. Is that, is that just a thing that happens for all players? They reach those, like, mid-20s, late-20s, and yeah. the metabolism starts changing a bit? I mean, obviously, yeah, definitely metabolism change, and we have to be aware of that, right? Wanting to continue to play and make sure we're in the best shape. And I think if you listen to, listen to coaches and honestly just older vets, they'll say that a lot of people get, get a more, more fit, I guess you can say, or drop a pound or two each year just to make sure that they're, yeah, staying, staying fit and staying lean. Do
5: you still have to do the same warm-up before practice that you've done with Britt
2: and those things? No, no, no. I found a, found a different way to, to get the same results or the same um, warm-up out of that just in different ways.
5: are you glad that you know yeah just more
2: efficient yeah just more efficient feel like i'm not getting maybe two workouts in before practice so
0: that's good stuff man uh be sure to check out cowboys.com to listen to the full audio of that Uh, let me share their youtube link because that's where i was watching it and we want to give uh, the cowboys credit uh uh, with their youtube accounts what have you so be sure to uh, check that out the link is now in the box there and uh, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. I got my guy who's been waiting patiently, uh, Coach Marv, on the line, man. Uh, talk to me, Coach. What's on your mind? Uh, once, twice, three times a lover. Hey, Coach Marv, you live. Unmute yourself. Call back, Coach. Uh, where are we going? Uh let me know in the chat coach. Uh coach, let me let me I'm gonna unmute him again. Coach. Coach. Let me know if it's something on my end. If you talking and I can't hear you. Uh somebody else call it. Let let them be a guinea pig because if I know if it's someone else call it, maybe it could just be your phone. I don't know. Uh 6573907. 391. Let me see if I can get uh, D ship up in the house, man. You live, man. Let me see if it's me. Hello?
10: Oh, man. The blasphemy law. The blasphemy, bro.
0: Okay, good.
10: They good. Talk, man, they, 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 since, you know, I know you've been piloting the show, man. But since then, they've been trying to kill my guy, Dak, man. We got a troll. So we just yeah. got to. Go ahead and put it out, man. Uh, you know Chris Sims did his his top forty QBs, right? Right, right. And Dak was what I think number nine.
0: Nine, nine yep.
10: And, and so when you when you talk about that, man, and you <clears throat> you got Matthew Stafford ahead of him, Joe Burrow, yeah. uh, Herbert, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. Now, last time I checked, when Tom Brady was playing with New England in 2019, he only had 24 touchdowns and lower than 4,100 passing yards. Right. So everybody, you know, praises the great Tom Brady. Like, his name can't be, be compared to someone in present day. We're not talking about his legacy. Right, right. We legacy-wise, can't
0: talk about that. Yeah. Legacy-wise, <laughs> yeah.
10: because if that's, if that's the case, you know, because when the Cowboys try to use our – when we try to use our legacy, you know, we can't bring that up.
3: Right, right. Don't,
10: don't tell me what, what, what Tom Brady has done with great teams. Because right. let's not forget about – the the um what was it? the the strip by by Rod Woodson mm-hmm. and all all the the kicks Vantage uh, what 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 was you Ben Terry oh all man he
0: won he, he won he won three World three Wilson. Super Bowls for them man with that that Golden Foot man three of them
10: so mm-hmm. so we you know we talk about those so I don't want to bring up the legacy I'm talking about moving forward moving forward in 2022 Dak Prescott's team lining up against all these other quarterback teams and their situations. And so when we, when we compared that, you know, I mean, you, I, I can't really compare them to, to maybe Josh Allen, Mahomes, and, and maybe Rodgers,
3: primarily. Right,
0: right, right. right. true. these
10: guys true. are con- continuously in AFC, championship, AFC championships, NFC uh, championships, around the Super Bowl. But I'm not going to look at Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford just because they just just got to a Super Bowl. You know, like, Joe Burrow, great to him being in his second year. Right. But, I mean, you know, maybe moving forward, you know, like, Dak might have to kind of step it up and and keep pace with a guy like Joe Burrow and uh, Josh Allen. But, like, Herbert's not untouchable, right? Wilson's not untouchable. Tom (laughs) Brady in 2022 without Antonio Brown and, I mean, let's let's not look at Tampa Bay like they're they're moving. They they took a step forward either, you mm. know. Um, I I I slightly. I really remember in that first game Antonio Brown giving us fits. And I not gonna have Antonio Brown come come the first game. Right. They're not gonna have Indomit uh, Kinsu sitting up there. In that that I mean Knicks is good. So we don't we don't really want to take too much from their defense. But we 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 put North to thirty, or you know we put some points on the uh, the Tampa Bay, so it wasn't our offense. And You know, I mean, I have, I have a very high confidence in Tobert in, uh what he's going to be able to bring. Because uh, on one hand, you you know, you kind of say, well, you know, he ain't, he ain't going to be able to put up numbers because of the weapons you have around him, but then it's right. like, well, we, we don't have no weapons. We don't, you know, Lamb's not a suitable number one receiver when all he's done is get, uh, north of 1,000 yards and uh, just ascended from just being a – I mean, he's only getting two years in
0: the league, you know. Two years in the league, so, and they already saying that he's like a six-year veteran. So that's that's between C.D. Lamb and Trayvon Diggs. Like no, like nobody even mentioned Denzel Ward, right? He get he get, he can right. go through his career, develop, work on his craft, and then all of a sudden, he get a twenty-one million dollar contract. A.P.Y. Boy. They
10: forget that all these teams we are playing don't have they're, they don't exactly have all pros in their secondary.
0: You know, true, true, true. Like
10: like we you just need three number one wide receivers to to get through the the rigors of the NFL.
3: Right. In
10: fact, Sar's, uh Tampa Bay secondary was a little weak. When you look at at uh Cincinnati Bengals, I'm not really impressed with Chade Awuzier and Eli Apple. Right. That's not. You know, I think, I think, really I think with
0: the, with the Bengals, um, <clears throat> you got yeah. baits in the, in Bates and Bates, Jesse, yeah, yeah, Jesse is, is someone, no one to sneeze at. I think that, uh, uh, Trey, the front, the, the defense that they got, him and the other guy, I forgot his name at the tip of my tongue, uh, big boy who caught the interception against, um, the Chiefs, uh, a quarterback, I forgot his name, who turned the game around. He had caught that interception. Mm-hmm. I've got to name at the tip of my tongue, but big boy down inside, man. Those guys, man, they they, they got a good defense, and I think that week I mean, two we can still match them and put up some good numbers.
10: They they got a good the, uh, the Bengals. I mean, that's more or less how they made it, right? Like right. you know, at the rate right of way Joe Burrow was getting sacked, they definitely weren't. They definitely needed something to to um, counter that. For them to be successful, because that's that's usually you know that leads to a demise of a team, right? When you know you're getting stacked that much, so they definitely had other pieces around them, um, and I think the Cowboys' biggest problem was just the inability to run down the stretch, the penalties, and I think you're more durable and more built to be able to be a, a, a running team. Um, Lightning can't uh, strike twice, so to say. Yeah. So I can't. I don't see our offensive line uh, with the problems uh as far as the, the power and in, in the interior is concerned and then our running backs becoming unhealthy, you know, you had Zeke. Um I mean I I guess it was more the matter of get Pollard more involved. I mean that was that was the biggest thing. Zeke for for some whatever reason still was trying to get like those number one touches or not trying to split so much with Pollard but that that has to kind of change. Just Coach, coaching yeah.
0: malpractice, in my opinion, I, I think that the coaching staff did these things wrong. Uh, they played musical chairs with the offensive line. That's one thing that you don't do. You supposed to stick with mm-hmm. stick with your guns and say, okay, hey Terrence Steele, you won that spot. You're gonna be the right tackle. Lyle Collins, hey, we having issues right now with Connor Williams. If you want to be inside, hey, we can put you there. But if not, you'll be the backup guy. They should have went on ahead and did it that way versus a one week you're going to play here next week. You're going to play there. And they should have looked Ezekiel Elliott in his face and said, Hey man, you got a PCL tear, which they didn't leak out to no one until after the yeah, season, exactly. by the way, which that, that was a mystery in its half, you know, well, by them they peeping that hush, hush. <laughs> they, that, they, yeah. They act
10: like it was, it was all good with that. Like, Oh yeah. You, you just on a regular, right. You don't know, get your quarterback to a, a baseball <laughs> specialist. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so so, nah, so nah. that was crazy, man. Yeah, shift. That was crazy, man.
10: We'll see, man. Health, health being a a big thing too. But I think you don't have so much of a. Uh, you, you're more set on your personnel, and hopefully that will help in, in more of the game planning, as you're saying. But I uh, will holler at you, law.
0: Appreciate you, man. Bro. Good call Good from friend. you, man. I I like that call right there from my guy, man. He, he's always on point. We got uh, we got three other callers just holding uh, in the queue, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Let's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up y'all points right quick, but before we go uh, into this next audio, uh, just bear with me.
5: What what were you
0: the most interested? What have you been the most interested in? Kind of your top two or three? This is uh, observational checklist items when it comes to checking out the Cowboys uh, in the off
3: season.
9: You know, the the first thing in watching OTAs and mini camp, actually the very first thing is to remember that you're not going to really learn very much.
3: Right. It's
9: re- the coaches. It's it's all about the installation of certain schemes and offense and defense. You won't really find out anything till they put pads on in camp. But you, you always want to see what the new players look like. Do they show you anything? Uh, I think one thing that's beneficial this year, frankly, is that we – we are so far back to a pre-COVID uh, kind of uh, sad, operation. Yeah. We can be in the locker room and talk to the players uh, after practice. And you can find things out in a non-interview situation. So what that has led to is me mm. being a little more excited than I was before about Tyler Smith. Mm. Because the people who... Uh, Dak Prescott's eyes just lit up uh, two or three weeks ago talking about him. And um, That's important. Zach Martin uh, is very impressed with him. And um, Will McClay thinks he's got some Eric Williams tendencies. And so those are all good things. Doesn't mean he's going to be that right away. and Big facts. There's going to be some growth. But I, I think that he's got a chance to be something. So, you know, you want to see the guys that – you think are going to get a chance to play. And so Tolbert hasn't done very much until yesterday because he had a little hamstring issue, but they're babying that. And, uh, he, I mean, he looks like he's got a chance to be something. In fact, we were talking, I was talking to Babe yesterday, Babe Laufenberg was sitting out there. We were we were practicing our regular season work. Yeah, listen and, up, uh, you know, I, I was trying to think back to what the receiving core was. Um. In 2018, at the beginning of the season, before they spent all the draft capital to get Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. And it was way worse than this, because it was Alan Hearns. It was uh, uh, Tavon Austin, who never panned out. Uh, it was rookie Michael Gallup, who is not anything like the Michael Gallup they'll have when he comes back from injury. Uh, and we still haven't seen Washington, who is a, who is a really Washington. serviceable player, I think. Uh, but Tolbert looks like he's going to have a chance to uh, uh, make a big contribution. Uh, you can't tell much about the lineman, but the big tackle, especially from North Dakota, um, he he is an intriguing player. I'm um, I'm very mm. interested in seeing him in pads, and I think he might he won't be this year what he's going to be, but he might he might be something. He's he's really long for a tackle. Oh, and uh, Matt he seems to have some quickness and some punch, uh, and I'm 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 really interested in the development of the tight end from Wisconsin. I think he had Ferguson. Don't don't misrepresent this or overstate it, but I think he has a lot of the elements of what Jason Witten had in his game. I'm not saying he's Witten, but when we first saw Witten, we didn't know he was Witten.
0: Now, now, shout out to all of those guys, man, Uh, this Brad Sham. Uh, Matt Wellesco, that's the future situation, right? (laughs) And I heard he gave up like three sacks. If, you know, they weren't in pads or what have you. But if you were to look at that and say, okay, hey, you know, Sam Williams, Matt Wellesco, but that's the story of a different day. Now, he did talk glowingly of Tyler Smith. Those are important things because – if we can get that level, if we can just get a piece of some type of physicality on that front, I believe everything else will work its way out. Uh, MJ, you've been waiting patiently, man. Talk to me, man.
7: What's up, fam? How you been doing?
0: Oh, man, well, man. I can't complain. Talk to me.
7: Uh, man, I'm just uh, watching your show. I think uh, my boy Dak, I think you're going to have a good year. You know, he get better and better every year. True that. You know, sometimes he have some deficiencies, but he always comes back because he study and he practice hard, and that's a good thing with the kid. So, you know, I think he's going to show off this year. Plus, his leg is all the way healthy. Yep. he got a good camp. The receiver is going to shock you. I'm telling you, I keep telling you all, man, kid Todd is going to have over 1,000 yards.
0: But His rookie year, he's going to have that thousand, huh? He going to have that thousand.
7: Yeah, I, He going to get over a thousand. Ooh. I guarantee you that. What
0: well, James Washington yeah, going to get? What Washington going to
7: get? I think Washington going to get about, if he, if, uh, but they ain't going to rush for Chicago back. I think he'll probably have about seven, eight hundred, nine hundred. Okay. He's going to have a big year. Dak Prescott going to have a big year. So, so so, big so,
0: year. so, 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 and what's Simi going to get?
7: If they play Simi. But he got to catch that ball. That's what I keep hearing in camp. Yeah, He's yeah. inconsistent. He's fast, but he must catch that ball. Now, yeah. if they going to give you five to 600, that's good if he's on the field. But the key, the four key is going to be Talbert, Washington, mm-hmm. Graham, and then, uh, you know, uh, number 20 in the slot. Hold on. They're gonna on. use him a
0: lot. He's gonna I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing my quick math right now. So let me see. Um put up Dak Prescott. Robert, so, a, thousand.
7: That's a thousand. He's
0: gonna
7: probably
0: have the most, probably
7: twelve to fourteen hundred.
0: So so hold on, let me say this. Dak Prescott had four thousand four hundred and forty nine yards last season. Okay. So if you saying mm-hmm. that um that he's gonna have a um a thousand. Another four so Another that mean thousand. that mean that means. Uh, hold on. That, so that means, Tober is gonna have a thousand. Yeah. You said James Washington is gonna have eight hundred, right? So that's eighteen hundred yeah. yards there. All right. Yeah. So you saying that Simi is gonna have what six fifty seven hundred?
7: If what if he play if he, if don't he play? play. You, you gotta put you gotta put you gotta put Lamb at that. 1,200.
0: So, so Lang will have 12, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So that put me, I'm doing a quick math. That's 3,300. So if there's 3,000, where would we get this other 1,000 from? The running back, Tony Pollard?
7: Tony Pollard and the tight
0: end. Oh, I've got all about the tight end. Shoot, that yeah. mean, if if that happened the way it happened, plus your, your, he you, might you do said. It again. Hold on, hold on. You said 50 sacks, right? Yep. If that happened. Get the ball, ball. I'm a, I'm gonna find you a Jalen Tober jersey, right? And I'm gonna find uh-huh. you deep, and I'm gonna find you somebody along the defensive line. <laughs> and remember, I'm holding you accountable to that. You know. Accountable yeah, I'm holding you accountable to it.
3: <laughs> this is the
7: year I'ma tell y'all. Uh boy fans, yep. the whole world. And I'm glad y'all did it. Uh-huh. Y'all got your boy. He he's in that lab. He's been a you think uh, what school did he go to? Kellen Moore. Boise. He about to put the whole Kellen Moore offense in that package, cause he said, "Man, these guys are killing me. I better run the ball and I better do some of that number 20. Mm. I'm telling you, he got so much pressure on him, and 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 your boy don't care, cause if he do his job and have a top five offense again, he's gonna get hired again, coach. Mm. Coach, uh our coach. So he's not worried about getting fired. Y'all keep thinking he's worried about getting fired. No. If he gets the number one office again and they win a twelve to thirteen games, eleven, say eleven on up games again, he's gonna get hired again. So he's not worried about
0: it. You so, talking about you talking about who, you talking about uh coach uh Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy.
7: If he do his job again, they're gonna like wow. I'm gonna tell you the Cowboys got lot of talent. But yep. the key, we got to bring it out. Like, we be having the talent, but like I say, we got to finish. Mm-hmm. Once we learn how to finish, we will go all the way. It's all about finishing. And our defense is going to take us to the promise that, I'm telling you. Because like you say, like what we say every day, you say your, your favorite word, iron cut, iron, iron sharpen iron.
0: It do, man. That it defense, sharpens it, man.
7: In practice, All them corners, them DBs run four threes. It's going to make them receivers run them route. I say, oh, man, I can't beat them. I better trick him with some good rock running. That's going to prepare them for the game. Now, and the good thing for Dak Prescott,
3: Mm
7: -hmm. I don't think it's going to be hard to sack them because now your, 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 your center been practicing with Duke. He saw what he did for number 78. That's why that money... Cowboy fans, they're going to have to pay him at least 8 to $10 million a year. Our right tackle. He could make the Pro Bowl because when we ran, they did, and your boy, uh, uh,
0: Boss Cowboy. A Cowboy did, yeah. Oh,
7: yeah, he did. A, I watched that film section and I was watching it all last year. The Cowboys uh-huh. put himself. they burnt themselves because he was better than Lionel. Lionel. If Lionel will piss the Cowboys off. Uh, Dallas Cowboy fans, they right. say line down fifty million, and for somebody to give you fifty million uh-huh. after you almost went to jail for nothing, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys always do that. The Cowboys was have your back, but them players, we could talk all the smack we want about Stephen Jones and all them, but I would rather have a a a, a a a a owner and GM like that to have my back if something happened to me, and, oh, law, no, nah, we're going to see what the law says. If you get out, sir, we got you.
0: No doubt, instead, man. Of, no doubt, MJ, teams, man. Look,
7: instead of other people don't give you a chance, and they gave that man $50 million, and he should have went to the Cowboys. He wasn't a team player. He didn't practice. Even though he hurt his hip, he came back out of shape. They gave him a chance, and he should have came back and said, no, nah, man, put me at that left guard. I'm going to be there with my partner, who i always be with, so we can run bulldoze each team and beat the hell out of him. No doubt, man. He didn't want to get back in the middle no more. He wanted to stay his fat, lazy ass at right tackle, and he cost us because of his play. No doubt, man. I appreciate you
0: so much, MJ, man. I I thank you for calling in, bro.
7: Come on, man. Let's start playing around. Let's start playing around with it, man. Yeah. If them boys don't want to play with them, people say, you got to play for your team, not for yourself. And a lot man. of that Holland College did not want to play for itself. And when they ran at number 78 side, 50% of the time, they was running for big yards. Big so yards. I can't wait till we play Philly and all the other teams, because that boy still is going to kill him when they run the game. Now we got that big.
0: Uh, all right. All right the, hey, hey MJ, man. I appreciate I'm a, you, man. Appreciate I'm you, man. I'm sorry, you excited, man? I said, man. I some bars, baby. <laughs> How about them, man?
7: We're going to help Dak Prescott, y'all. Let's put it that way. No. It. Have a good year.
0: No doubt, man. Yeah, Appreciate so. you, MJ. Yeah. All right,
7: family.
0: Shalom. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Oh, my gosh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. And shout out to MJ. Another one. You know, uh, <laughs> I-, I, want, I want all of the things that he said. I think somebody put the numbers down, and uh, that would put Dak Prescott anywhere from – Five hundred. Well, somebody had the numbers up there. I, I forgot, man, who who was it. But put it down again to 4,800 to 5,000 4, 5, yards If what he's saying would happen. And, and I would like for that to happen, though, by the way. But I, I'm with Coach Marv for a little bit, man. Let's get back to ground and pounding that thing and then that to open up the pass. And let's not look for being the most yards out there. Although we just witnessed a team... Threw the ball all over the field. I think uh, Stafford had over uh, close to five thousand yards last season. But I want this team to to get back to ground and pounding. And speaking of that, uh, I got the two one four. You live, you live two one four.
11: Big live. what's happening,
0: dog? Nothing to it, man. Talk to me,
11: man. Shout out to Big N J that just called in. Man, I love yeah. his passion, but um. Law, I got three. I got three quick points. Uh, you know, just let me know how I'm doing. No time. You don't got a bang on me. Just let me know. <laughs>
3: right, start, <bro>. right,
0: right, right. <laughs> I, I was about to. FBI, open up! <laughs> I was gonna open it up. Or... <laughs> but I let him talk, man.
11: You but... got a bang on me, cuz. You got a bang on me. I know you got a show to do, man. Yeah, go but, with um, it. it
3: but, you getting...
11: but, man, I've been trying to hit you for like the last week. I got some heat on my chest. So, first point is uh, with Steven Jones, man. Um, I, you know, I really don't want to be the dead horse, but Stephen Jones—he really, really aggravates me. And um, Yo. it was a, um, you know, on the Pat McAfee show, it was a GM on there that kind of proves all our points about the foolishness that you know that the, the GM Stephen Jones be doing. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's like a loophole that you have to where uh, you can kind of like you you have an infinite amount of cap space, and mm-hmm. cap space is really like an illusion. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the teams that don't want to pay a player, they're only not paying them because they just don't like the player. So, bro, just say that <laughs> instead of, like, doing all the foolishness that they did with almost all the good players that we had, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How they just did, Amar, you know, Amari Cooper, you know what I'm saying? How they was how he was trying to lowball um, DeMarcus Lawrence. And it's just like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's hard to sip Kool-Aid when you have Stephen Jones doing the foolishness. It's like, bro. You don't want to win, man. You just want to build, 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 build. What? When are you gonna
0: be finished building? <laughs> building he, 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 he want. Here's the thing. He want to win, but he wanted to win it his way. You know, Frank Sinatra. I did it right. my way. He want to win it. It's an ego thing, man. You know. Uh, you ever watch Trading Spaces or Places? I believe. A long time yeah. ago. you
11: watch the movie?
0: No, no. Eddie Murphy, man, way long ago. They they destroyed that man's life over a dollar. Over a really? dollar. They made a bet for a dollar. I'm, I'm quite sure the Stephen Jones is the same way. But but go ahead. Go ahead. Trading Places. That's the name so of the movie. Ba- yeah,
11: so yeah. basically basically he's just cheap. That's basically what
0: you're saying. <laughs> no. Okay. no, no. Well, he, he's he's not cheap, but he got a philosophy that he believed that is right and it's hard to change somebody's mind that they, they, they think that that's what they know is right they they tend to say man everyone else is wrong but I'm right and that's ego yeah edging God out is what I call but go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead that
11: and like my last thing I'm gonna say about Stephen um is just that like when somebody in the in the front office is gonna to tell them like bro get out the way. You're you're in the way. You're stopping for progress with the stuff that you're doing. Like how we gonna like, bro? We need ballers. We 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 don't need no goddamn uh uh six seven stringers from mm-hmm. other teams. Like he loved those guys. Oh, you're a seven stringer. You're a six stringer. Oh, come on, our team. We love you. Yeah, we'll yeah. pay you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's just man. like, bro. Come on, man. And then, but <laughs> the <laughs> next thing I, I wanted to say was that um was uh, a deck. I really kind of feel like, like I, I'm liking what I'm hearing from, like a training camp or like mini camp or whatever about Dak and his uh, mechanics. Like, cause that's right. the main thing that Dak kind of has to like uh, work on, and I and I like the fact that um, he's honing in on that on that particular thing because I feel like you know a lot of his like uh, mispasses and like those errant throws that he kind of be throwing sometimes, it's coming. I feel like it's stemming from his mechanics. So the fact True. that I hear him, and I keep hearing people talk about how um you know he's working on on his mechanics, I feel like Dak might have like a really uh like an m v another m v p year uh, yeah. this year, you know what I'm saying like like you know like the first part of the season uh of last year right, I feel like he might he might have a whole year just like that, you feel yeah. what I'm saying, yeah, oh. Uh, and, um, like, the the last, the last thing I wanted to say was just basically uh, with the with the Dr. Schultz thing, I just kind of feel like um, I heard Coach Marv say, this is when a rubber meets the road. We got to kind of pay." I'm, I'm mad Dr. Schultz is, is caving. I wish he would have kept holding out
9: because uh-huh. Stephen
11: Jones didn't see that coming. You, you didn't see that coming. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, your golden boy bit you in the ass. You mm-hmm. were not expecting that. Right. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so now – you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Dr. Silver was like the first one, of the first people we had, we, we signed. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we, we, you know, you um, you tried to pay him like he was, like, Demarcus Lawrence. But he's not, Demar- like, I'm saying, like the level of player that Demarcus Lawrence is. But you tried mm-hmm. to lowball Demarcus, and Demarcus was one of the last people to get his money. You know what I'm saying? that's that's the type of shenanigans that I, you know, that I'd be talking about. But that's just kind of how I feel. And um, the last thing is, uh, you know, also, um in this chat, when the chat be talking kind of crazy, they you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, like, man, some of you, hey, I'm gonna put my number on here. Don't, hey, if y'all got <laughs> y'all feel some type of way about what I said, you know, we can have a conversation about it. I mean, God, good grief, like, yeah, you know, yeah. they be talking kind of, you know, kind of crazy, like, you know, just hit me up, and we could talk about it. Don't just get on the chat and you know just start <laughs> talking. But overall, this is kind of how how I feel about that law and. Uh, uh, one
0: love, man. One love to you, man. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for calling in, fam. All right. That's a good call from you, man. Good call. Good call, man. Hey, what's your name again, man? Oh, man, you left before I got your name. <laughs> but um, we got Coach Marv, man. Uh, next, shout out to you, Coach Marv. What's
8: going on, Law? How you doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing, doing well. Doing all right, man. I'm doing good, man. I can't hey, complain, man. Coach. Dick can't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm finna be a myth buster this day. Okay. Law might make some uh, people upset. It might make you a little upset. That's okay. Law, I'm going to bust a lot of bubbles of, of some myths that I haven't been like, have really not like seeing lately. Uh-huh. All right, one. This is a couple of them. One, Cowboys fans, I watch film, I watch play after play, I watch the, the pattern of the games. I'm not saying that this offensive line last year was top ranked, but they wasn't as bad as people were saying they were either. Okay. I'm following And you. the reason why the run game wasn't there is because of the lack of trying to run the ball creatively. Yeah. They just, all of a sudden, this offense just, just got rid of creativity, and when they did come back with creativity now and then – like the game that uh Tony Pollard ran the long touchdown with an outside run, they may have ran that run about two or three two times in that game. It almost seemed like they were scared to have success running the ball because it was something else they wanted to do. So, just a little bit more commitment to this run game, and this run game wouldn't have fell off as bad. You can't go from sixty eight percent uh run the ball in your in your six game running streak to back down to a forty percent. Of a run to pass ratio in the last games of the year and expect to be still the same as a, as a running team. Okay, that's one myth. The other one, Law, here is I'm I'm gonna test you with this one. Law, I know you love LVE. I know you do, and I know the 2018 LVE we're always trying to get back to. And I hear people talking about the defense and they glass over LVE, but they get on all these other players about their 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 productivity. They talk about if Lamb could be a number one receiver. All these other issues they're talking about that guys have proven that they have had, last year had great years, but they glass over this guy, and the film does not lie. The film, I'm not talking about something that I'm saying
3: that oh yeah,
8: but the film does not lie. He will look good and show he would look good at this time of year. He always does. Right. But when the pads are on, his level of not being physical and attacking shows glaringly. Right. So just when mm-hmm. we get on this 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 this, this bandwagon about any veteran, Kewan, uh, what well, they were talking about K-1, uh another guy that was talking about K-1 my K-1
0: Alexander, name. man, uh, uh K- for,
8: K1 yeah. Alexander, and uh, Ian, uh Hitchison, Anthony, Anthony Hitchison. Barr, uh-huh. let's be realistic, cowboy fans, and I want y'all to really think about this. And this is the real reason why they're not in, in Dallas, because once they step on the field. And once they hit the grass, LV would not play anymore. Okay, that's just plain plain and simple. When they see the play, and they're, and, they're, and the rest of their team may see the play, that's it. But he could play over a Neil that never played linebacker. He could play over a guy like uh, Javril Cox that was a rookie. I watched us. I watched this this fan base destroy uh, Jalen Smith. And he wasn't playing. But Jalen was no worse than what we got in the But we give him passes. This is where I say is a travesty here. Because I'm not going on what I like. I love the guy. I think the guy is an ultimately cowboy. But the film don't lie. And for three or four years, when he's healthy, Anytime you step on that field, you are considered healthy. We talk about numbers of other guys. This guy's numbers and, and pro football focus, if you want to go there. Right. None of them show that he should we shouldn't be looking to get a veteran presence in here at linebacker. And I'm not want the Cowboys to try to hide this right. to hide his playing time. Let's
0: just call it like we call it with everybody else. Well, Coach, I, 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 got. I, I, get, I get what you're saying with LVE. Um, I'm rooting for LVE at this point because I want this team to be successful, but I'm also trying to replace LVE at this point as well. Uh, I, I think that the Cowboys dropped the ball um, by, by not licking into somewhere in this draft to go linebacker earlier. However, I do see Damon Clark in the future for the future to be that guy that, that yeah, now we can forget, forget about LVE uh, and the Jabril Cox situation. I think this is this is the thing they was in process of squeezing out Jalen Smith in LVE with Keanu Neal. And Jabril Cox, they was trying to do that, and the injuries occurred. LVE during the latter parts of the uh, season, last season, had about three good games. Literally had three good games, and that's what they hanging on. That's what LVE battle cry is. Hey, give me another year. Those three games he, are not yeah, a myth. Yeah, and that's what that's his only he battle know. cry.
8: Let me let me let me explain this. He had three games where he had okay plays, not good games.
0: That that counted a lot though compared to what Neil you seen, <laughs> see you see Neil where, out there
8: <laughs> and, see, this is, and this is this is where, and I say this right i long I'll let you go yeah this is where and I guess this is the the coaching me the footballing me and and, right. and and I guess a lot of people look for splash plays to consider that being good quality play I can get a guy to get a pick six or a, a former, a big hit in the sack and right. we'll say he had a great game. Yeah. But in actual fact he had a horrible game. He just had one splash play. And that and I understand it goes a lot of way because it's what people remember. But in in actual fact, these are the things that's going to put us over the top. But when I hear our, our insiders and people talking and they just talk of like L V E is going to be okay at linebacker, and I watched them destroy Jalen Smith when he was here. Yeah. And I was looking at when Jalen Smith was playing. LVE was no better or probably worse. And I was like, is this going to change? But it's actually fact, if they don't bring another person in, this is, this that's right that there is what we call coaching malpractice. Yeah. And I cannot be the life of me of all the great things that Dan Quinn has done. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the movement of moving putting players, I cannot think of the life of me that that you. is a Dan Quinn
3: decision.
8: Yeah, but he, he,
0: here's, here's the manage. only thing, Coach. I give Dan Quinn the longitude and latitude to do anything that he want on his defense until he prove us otherwise. Like, like right now, Dan Quinn got the keys to the castle over there in Cowboys country. So uh, I'm just going to sit back and just enjoy this ride. Uh I, I think that the whole situation with Jalen Smith, the reason why they got rid of him, similar to the reason why they got rid of Amari Cooper and Lyle Collins, is because of his personality.
8: Remember? Yeah, Lyle Collins, I you know, boss cowboy showed us. I remember me and him talking after maybe the fifth game of the season. We were calling I called him. he had a call in show and I had told him I was wondering when people was on the on the beginning of saying when I saw Steele playing this fifth straight game I said this is not a this is not just a flash in the plan. This is after these first five games It's showing that this guy is good. And I said then, the boss can tell you, I said then, they may have had their fix at guard based off what Steele was playing. And for Lyle Collins to be in Dallas for the rest of his career, he would have to say, I will play guard at that particular line. That was after the New England game. I said mm-hmm. if he wanted to play in Dallas the rest of his career, he would have to play guard. But I don't believe Lyle Collins felt that he wanted to play guard. He didn't want to and play I think it, yeah. that's the only thing that fell out of grace with them. But if he said he was willing to play guard with no problem, he would still be in Dallas.
0: And, but and, he, when and he to that.
8: And
0: to that degree then, that, that's the same thing with Jalen Smith. Put it like this, coach, before I let you go. Mhm. Jalen Smith is making more money now than LVE and is counted as dead money. He's counted $6.8 mm-hmm. $6. million of dead money. LVE is on a contract now for $3 million. So it had nothing yeah. to do with like talent wise or what have you. It's about something that they just didn't like with the personality of Jalen Smith. Because they're paying him more. I think still well, now. He didn't want to, they
8: didn't want to get guaranteed with that 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 if he didn't get rid of that. If any yeah. day of the year he got hurt, they would have been locked in full guarantee for the rest of the contract. No and doubt. He, he wouldn't give up that clause. But you know something? I'll say this right quick, Law. He still got $6 million on the books of dead money.
0: Yep, dead money.
8: And and we got $3 million in the LVE out there. Right. I just hope that $3 million don't turn into dead money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, well, we rooting for him, man. I I, I got no choice, Coach, but to root for him, man. (laughs) But appreciate you, Coach, man.
8: All right, man.
0: Have a good one. Yes, indeed. That's Coach Marv, man, off the top ropes. Uh, Look back at LVE's uh, last game. Uh, before we uh we got some more audio to play, but as the phone line increased, man, I love talking to you guys. So I would rather talk to you guys. Uh, Lve in his final game with the Cowboys, he led the team in tackles, and we go back and forth talking about that because we've seen. I think it was twenty. Y'all help me out. Was it nineteen or twenty twenty? Did Jalen Smith led the led the team in tackles? But in this particular game, he had 13 tackles and five solos against the 49ers, right? And uh, that is a situation that maybe his camp was saying, hey, man, don't count me out, man. What you guys seen in that last final game, I'm going to deliver that all next year, man. I tell you what, give me $3 million and we, we'll figure this thing out. And I think he got like a $3 million contract or less. So we'll find out. And I don't think that this contract that LVE got is fully guaranteed. I think it's only like a million or such. It's just only guaranteed. So if Jabril Cox come out swinging and somebody else that we're not even talking about, Harper, Harper come out swinging, then all of a sudden it's it's Sarah Nara, you know. Salute to LVE, he's gone. But that's a story of a different day. All right, so we have uh, the 316. You've been waiting patiently over here. Uh, you're live.
8: Wow, What's good? What's good? Hey, what's good, bro, man? This is calling from the 12K, all the way up in Kansas, man. I've been listening to you now. Uh just want to tell you, man, you got the best thing popping right now. Oh, man, I appreciate it. As far as that, Cowboy man. Nation go, you get your hands down. I done looked at several of the podcasts, man. You the realest. You got the best thing popping.
0: Oh, man, I appreciate
8: that the agitations, man. I, I listen it. to you about uh sales. man. listen to you about, you know, uh, what we need. I'm 45. I grew right. up watching the Cowboys, okay? The one thing we missing is a damn fullback. Okay. A true life fullback. You want to run and pound. I mean, if you look at from the time switch to the left, all the running backs we had, while well, all of them was always in the top because they had a fullback. Mm. We had a fullback for that for that short uh, uh, second and goal, third and goal, fullback. Mm. We never got stopped back in the day. Mm. That was those automatic points. If you ain't got a fullback back there, I mean, you, I mean, you see, you see what's going on, you see what's happening. Yeah. Not, not to mention, not to mention, but uh, uh, the the coordinator, the young back. He uh, was like a year two older than Dak. What's his name?
0: You're saying Tony Pollard, you got Tony Pollard, you got uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and then uh, I think Rico, he's hurt. So you got guys like Malik Davis that's fighting for a role. Hardy, he's fighting for a role on his team. Uh, Ryan Nall, uh, I told you guys, look out for him. Uh, he's fighting for a role on his team. And then of course uh, we got the. Can we
3: bring the fullback back?
0: We we got one of the big boys, the fullback. His name is the tip of my tongue, man. Oh my god! Y- y- y'all put his name down, man. He pulled trucks, man. <laughs> but man, thank you. Okay, uh-huh. he pulled trucks. He pulled in trucks put him in the game. <laughs> put him in the game. But is but he, he, here, here's the thing, though, man. Uh, Nick Ralston, appreciate you, Patrick, man, for coming off of, uh, of that. Yeah, Nick Ralston. Here here's my thing. Uh, you you heard my analogy before, right? About, right. About uh, you know what what do you, what do you do for a living, fam? In Kansas. Oh,
8: man, man, I'm an actor and comedian. I mean, you're you're,
0: you're, com- I you're, you're a comedian, okay?
8: Yeah, an actor. And actor. Okay. All the above. Entertainer. Well,
0: entertainer. Entertained. You're an entertainer, right? And yeah.
3: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> but here's the thing,
0: though, Chief. You are an entertainer. It don't matter how good you can write your jokes, right? If right. you can't deliver them, meaning that Facts. if you just give them to one random person in the chat and they try to do Facts. your stand-up comedian, your, your actor, you know, situation for the nation, Facts. they will not deliver. Facts. So what I'm trying Facts. to say is even with Kellen Moore, that's not his cup to utilize the fullback. Of tea. You know, that's not his situation there. Spread them offense, even in Boise. They like to spread them, use the running back as the wide receiver, use the running back out in space, running the running back out of shotgun. So what you're saying may work, but not for Kelly Moore. You pick up this particular system and you put – Maybe Kyle Shanahan in this system with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard and Ralston and all of those boys, maybe we talking about something. It don't matter who we have because they don't know how to utilize them. They don't even know how to utilize I, Tony Pollard.
8: <laughs> you're you right. You're right. You're absolutely right. 110% I get where you're going with that. So that being said, yeah. if Kelly is running the show, how about he give that more control of calling plays on the fly?
0: Mm. You, 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 you see now, now you got me in a uh, a situation. Whereas I do like the notion of Dak Prescott calling plays, but here's my I mean, here's he, 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 my rebuttal to this. Here's my rebuttal to this. I, I I'm not saying that Dak is slow or anything, but normally. When you have those quarterback that call their plays, they have a genius of an offensive coordinator who been too, been down tooth and nail through the battles, right? Who understand right. or a genius of a defensive guy? People love the fact that Peyton Manning called his own plays, but he earned every bit of it. Peyton Manning was the brain of operation, but it was mixed in with See the that. coachings that he had with him. It is easy, even even with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. So those guys, we I just the biggest problem is that what we are watching is a guy that Dak Prescott beat out hands down for that quarterback role for him to ultimately become his quarterback coach for him to ultimately now call his plays. And what we are expecting is for Dak Prescott to also find some unknown areas as relates to knowledge to be even better, which I, 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 it's not going to happen that quickly.
8: No, no, long. what you just said, are you saying that Keller might be holding a little animosity and not letting using back to his full potential?
0: No, Keller Moore is speaking. That's that, that's that. No, Keller Moore is speaking to uh, coaching from his, uh, uh, his his level. That's this is Keller Moore's level, and as he grows a level, yes, he's growing. Keller Moore himself, Dak Prescott had already usurped him, or Dak Prescott already trumped him. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's a Cowboys issue. But, <laughs> so is he holding back then? Is he holding back? Let me ask you this, and I hate to be crass like this. I hate to be this way. I hate to be this way, Cowboy Nation. And it sounds like me being negative. Man, speak, speak your truth. Speak
3: your uh,
0: truth. Did Tony Romo really learn from Jason Garrett?
3: Mm.
8: Uh, ooh, ooh! you would have to go there with
0: Jason mm. Garrett is Jason Garrett. So Tony Romo had to become better, right? And the moment right. he became better, you know, I'm just using my hand as a, as a lever. That was it. There was nothing really that Jason Garrett could extract or pull out of him. You see, Parcells right. was still pulling and extracting that good stuff out of him. Meaning that right. I'm not finna anoint you. No, I'm not finna pre- give you things. No. You still got to clean up your room. You still got to look. The daddy got <laughs> to right, eat first. Right. I'm going to eat and then you can eat. Let me bless the right. table. But see, what happened is that the Cowboys said, no, 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 no. We're going to allow him to bless the table. The youth, the Tony Romo. We're going to allow Tony Romo, you know, to give these things to the nation. You know, so that's the problem. I said this and I mean it. Iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel. We don't have a person and I'm not relegating or selling or denigrating Kellen Moore. I'm not saying that he's trash. But what I'm saying is collectively speaking, is that Dacton already passed up Kellen Moore. No sir. That's all I'm saying. It's hard to pull out something that you already passed up on.
8: And and that was my whole point about giving you more options to deal with during play calling.
0: <laughs> they, they would have to bring in somebody that is more knowledgeable. And, and I, sound, I might sound crass when I say that, and unfortunately that, that's not the Cowboys' way, unfortunately.
8: Man, see, my thing is, if we went back to that old school, fullback, went back to our old offense that we used to have, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind we Super Bowl bound. Because yeah. running the ball opens up play action play action, open up those big-ass passes down the field to where yeah, we're going to have two, three thousand-yard receivers.
0: Man, you speak, you speaking facts, man. We were Super Bowl bound last year if you change some of the philosophies up. But I appreciate you man so much. Man, what's your name again?
8: Beyond, Beyond,
0: man. Hey, man, you got a joke or something, man? You gonna give the nation, man? Said you comedian, man. We need hey, to hear. It. We need to
8: I, laugh. I, actually, you you wanna laugh? Check out my movie. It's on Tubi and Amazon Prime. It's called Unsurety.
0: Unsurety. Let me let me put it in the chat. Let me see. What, what's the name of it?
8: Unsurity. Unsurety. U N S U R E T
0: Y. Uh huh. We going we going we gonna look it up, man. We're going to look it up. Oh,
8: you You going to roll in the first 10 minutes, I promise
0: you. On, on the movie, movie, on Amazon yep. Prime? Yep, Amazon, Amazon Prime and Tubi. Uh, okay. Is it Bray Films or?
8: Yep, yep, that's it, my That's brother. it. it is. I
0: see you right there, man.
8: <laughs> I yes, will play yes, the brother.
0: trailer. I will play the trailer, but I don't know if it's uh, I have rights to all the <laughs> it <this> <laughs> yeah, 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 Oh, 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 oh! It's one, it's one of those type of movies, huh? <laughs>
8: oh yeah, I play an aging NFL football player dealing with you know uh, baby mama drama and all that kind of things.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna watch that a little later on, then. But I appreciate you, man, Dion. All right,
8: man. Take it easy, man. I
0: love, man. Appreciate you. Good call from him. Good call from him, Cowboy Nation. Uh, we we love hearing that from my guy Dion, Uh All the way uh, uh, from uh, Kansas, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, y'all going to check it out. But look, since I got all the way here, let me see if I can. Don't want to click on the trailer because he said it's, uh, But y'all go here and I'm going to go here and I'm going to go that. And then I thank everybody for watching. See, we got people all over the globe that tune. Oh, man, that's a long link. <laughs> but y'all click on that link right there, man. And uh, y'all can watch it, the movie. Uh, stop, stop with the Super Bowl stuff. Let's win a playoff game first. I oh, got Sam. Is spitting at us the truth, man. I appreciate you, Sam, for that, man. I, I really do. Uh, we do uh, need to stop that. And then I think you did another one uh, donation. I really thank you, man, for your donations here, Sam. And You said, let me see if I can read the donation before we let another caller in. We can have the greatest and the most skilled players on our roster. What can we expect from these coaches? Will they run the ball again? like the playoffs. You got to run the ball, man. You do. You do got to figure out a way to run that ball. Efficiently running, not just running for the sake of running, for the, for, for the last chance of me saying that. You got to efficiently run the ball. All right? So it is now 1 o'clock. Let's, let's speed these calls up, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. 281, you're live.
4: Hey, what's going on, Laura?
0: <clears throat> Doing good, man. I can't complain.
4: Uh, yeah same here same here uh yeah uh as the guy was talking about um having a true fullback <laughs> had similar thoughts in the last few seasons if we were to do that he would have to be um, um, a utility fullback somebody that can block but mm-hmm. also make plays kind of like a, a richie anderson like we had no three and four you know what i mean uh, that's probably why they haven't uh found that prototype you know it's hard to find a fullback that can block and you know catch passes and on the ball efficiently. But uh, call me crazy. You think if they utilize Pollard the right way, mm-hmm. like to his maximum potential, that he could be the fourth player in NFL history to have 1,000 rushing and 1,000 receiving?
0: Oh, wow. Uh, he was shy of that number last year. Uh, if you really look at everything, uh, he had 790 some yards or what have you. And we knew, uh, Russian, we know for sure, yeah. Yeah, that he, he was limited it, in you know, rushing it, attempts. It,
4: he had about a, thousand, a little over a thousand from scrimmage, but he missed, you know, a couple of games from injury. Right, right. In a couple of games, he only had like four or five touches. Uh, I believe if he was utilized properly, uh, you know, and you know, it would take somebody probably with a bigger mind than Kellen Moore. But yeah, he he could probably reach. He's the have a player that could probably do that. But uh, uh, what what I was going to say is uh, this is on my video five days ago. You know how we were all talking. You know, after the the dynasty that, you know, as long as Jerry Jones say GM that we never see another ring. And that's, you know, what a lot of Cowboys fans would always say. <laughs> and, uh, now Steven, you know, has been running the team for 10 years and, uh, he's a polar opposite of his father. Mm-hmm. You know, the way he runs things, Jerry is a big risk taker, big, big spender. And Steven is the polar opposite. And I'm afraid we're going to be saying the same thing about Steven, uh, you know, as he continues to take more and more control of that, you know, when ain't going to win one as long as Steven stays GM. Because if they would split the difference, just split the difference a little bit, I think that would be a Super Bowl recipe. You know what I mean? Balance between the
0: two. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, do, balance between the two. Do, yeah.
4: Don't do don't don't go as crazy on a spinning spree as Jerry, you know, draft-wise. Uh, you know, develop and sign your own guys, but also sign some good free agents. You know, whenever your team is primed and ready to roll, like you know, like like this year. This year is the year to go all in. You know, so I think if they would split the difference, him and his father with their strategies, I think that'd be a you know a good a good way to go about things because they are polar opposite of the way they approach it. You know, but uh, yeah, I think I think that'd be. Something to wish for, but we'll see. I mean, you no, know, the way Steven's doing it, you know, you can win the division, maybe win a playoff game, but unless you go on the lucky run like the Bengals or the 2017 Eagles, you know, it's going to be hard to get into that third round or the Super Bowl. But we'll see. No doubt, man. I just calling in calling to mention that, and that's about it, brother. Y'all right. have a good day.
0: Appreciate you, man. Good call. Cowboys right, reports in charge by Charles, man. Um, good points there uh, good points all together man be sure to check him out uh, he one of the mods now uh, in the chat so be sure to check him out and I really appreciate his work and we have uh, the 757 you're live 757 hello yeah man what's good man talk to me man
12: Oh, what's going on, man? It's uh, this Dustin, man, Dustin Baker from Seven Five. Um, I want to touch in on the um, man was talking about LVE earlier. Right, right. Um, start with that. One thing I noticed, um, and it seemed like with with LVE, man, he plays. It seemed like since his last injury, he plays not to get hurt. Right. And if you see during the games, a lot of his Tackles or arm tackles from behind, mm-hmm. um and you know I was kind of mad last year when they <clears throat> let Jalen go for LVE because, like you said, yeah, um he played no worse than LVE did, um, right? And with Jalen, I will say this: you know, he will get in there and try to make a tackle, you know, within the trenches. Um but uh you know l v seems just to uh, play scared man and um and that can hurt as a defense um you know just as a player you know uh so that's that's pretty much what I've seen from him a lot of times um just that playing scared man, and I want to touch in on as far as like the Kellen moore uh you know, I was hoping that uh. You no, know, as a Cowboys fan, I was hoping somebody picked him as like I was hoping he was going to go to the Dolphins.
3: Right, just, right. You know, <laughs> I
0: had to get him about the way. Him out of our heads. Yeah,
12: yeah, get him out of the way, man. Because uh, you know we let Scott Linehan go because of the opposite of what we pit, we got Kellen Moore for. We let go Scott Linehan because he had no creativity in the passing game. Right. You know, Des Bryant brought that up, which initially got him out of Dallas, of <laughs> how he stayed every – the whole game, he lined up on one side of the field. You know, mm-hmm. with no creativity it was in none. the passing yep. game. Yep. But, you know, I will say this, Scott Linehan, he had more creativity in the run game. You know, we, with, with him there, we, we could run that ball. You know what I'm uh, saying? Scott,
0: Scott Linehan had more experience.
12: Experience. So, yep. so it wasn't that exactly. much of
0: it. It wasn't that much of creativity. It was just more experience. And what we're seeing sure. now sure. is is a baby Kellen Moore who pulled all of his information from Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan. And, and when you do that, you tend to be doing the same thing. Regardless, look, uh, uh, they, they say, law, man, you act just like your dad, man. That's why me and my dad bump heads because we so much alike. Right. I haven't yep. talked to I haven't spoken to the man in over a year or so because we had a disagreement over something. I love him to death, but we we too much the same, right? So uh yeah. and that's just how it is. But I act so much like him. And when I walk around from my small hometown, he said, Man, you act just like your granddad. Because that's just how it is. Even when I'm not trying. So mm. it goes to this point right here. Kellen Moore, regardless of what people want to see out of Kellen Moore and perceive to think that he's gonna do something differently, he's acting just like yeah. his dad and his granddad. That's just the reality of it. And we can only hope that year four that he that some of his experience help him out. And that's the, that's the only hope because the levels yeah. of creativity will still be the same. Yeah. That
12: was my biggest when they made him the offensive coordinator, my biggest question was, why would you want somebody who's mentored by somebody you don't want? You know, Scotland Hand was at Detroit. Kellen Moore was at Detroit, you know. Yeah. And just mentoring him for that, so, you know, why would you want that? But, you know, maybe maybe this year, I'm, I hope it works for the better and he can learn off his experience. But if we don't go past, you know, if it's the same old story and it's, you know, with the, with the offense and yeah. – the same old Cowboys need to run the ball more and such and such need to use Tony Pollard more, or whatever, the same old storylines that it's been, then just my hopes, if it ends like it did last year, uh, you know, maybe, you know, he's out of there. And the same with McCarthy. But I, I'm i rooting for both of them. Right. at the same time, if it, if it fails again, then it's just time to move on. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate
0: you so much, man.
3: Yeah,
12: man. Thank you, All man. Right, man. Appreciate call. it, man. Love you so, man. Check you out every day, man. But yeah.
0: uh,
3: keep
12: doing your thing.
0: Yeah, that's a good call right there, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. The bo- conference has been locked.
0: 593, you're live. Yeah,
5: hello. How you doing? Man, Elijah oh. Serrano from Ecuador.
0: Elijah, man. Talk to me, I'm man. From Ecuador. Ecuador, man. Appreciate it. Okay,
5: you. man. I just wanted to make some points. Um... They're always talking about Zeke falling off, falling off. But I think the run game is the run game coordinator. You know the way Kellen calls the running plays. They're not. They're not sophisticated enough, or the blocking schemes are not good enough. They're just plain, mm-hmm. simple zone blocks. Or when they're they're pulling, they they don't really kicking out anybody, or it's just it's just too too simple, too. And it makes it makes Zeke look not that good.
0: Mhm. It do. It is, it's a think, simple um, situation. Yep.
5: This is a problem that that he, the passing game looking great, but um, the running game not as good. I think Zeke's getting a lot of yards, and the offensive line really hasn't been that that good. You know, especially when Zeke is getting hit at the line, not giving him a chance to even. I think that if he was playing in Cleveland, running behind that offensive line, I think he would have had at least fifteen, sixteen hundred 1,600 yards.
3: Wow. And
5: everybody's always talking about Zeke's falling off, Zeke's falling off, but no one's talking about selling more, and no one's talking about the offensive line. So – what
0: do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, to that degree, just like what Coach Marv was saying, like, hey, the offensive line wasn't that bad last season, uh, but the offensive line is is pretty much based upon consistency. Everyone must be on the same page. Like I said, we can have we can have the Hulk and Superman on this offensive line, but if those guys are not beating from the same uh, drum or or not on the same page, is a better way to say it. Then, then they won't do anything that's spectacular. Uh, so this offensive line you, played too much around about, with it. Yup.
5: They're talking about Garrett. You know, he 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 coaches. Kellen coaches like Garrett or mm-hmm. like Lenahan. I don't think he coaches like Lenahan or Garrett. I don't think he comes from. I think he's more like Boise State, and mm-hmm. he's run passing, passing. He and he's thinking about, you know, passing. You know. Put it, put it like this: in, in the last,
0: but. in the last three years, what do we do different on offense?
5: No, nothing. since
0: twenty sixteen, what we, what, do you know what do we do different?
5: It always starts off where he's he's motioning and he's doing different things in the beginning of the year. It starts looking like pretty cool, and then mid mid season, he doesn't motion anymore. He doesn't go over. Um, he doesn't change you know, change sets or tight ends moving over to the other side or mm-hmm. no one's motioning anymore. It's just a straight up running play. And mm-hmm. it makes and you know what? I, I could um, I, mean, I could see it a mile away. Oh everybody could see it a mile away that when Zeke is gonna get the ball. <laughs> yep. They know when Zeke is gonna get the ball. So I don't yep. know. I just I think that Zeke doesn't look as good and everybody keeps talking about Zeke. Like if, like getting a 1,000 yards is not – I think getting a 1,000 yards in the Cowboys is a hard thing to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. So um, we'll find out, man. I appreciate you for calling in, though, man. All the way from Ecuador, right? Ecuador.
6: Yeah, yeah Ecuador. I appreciate
0: you, man. I, I appreciate you for calling in. And thank you so much, bro. Okay. So, Just wanted to
6: know what you thought about it.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I, that's what I thought of it, man. Appreciate it, man. Uh, good call from him, all the way from Ecuador, man. Uh, and I love the fact that we got people all over the globe. And he's right; this uh, offense is still the same, basically. And he said that there's more motions, yeah, but it's still the same. We don't do anything different since 2016. And one thing that I can say that we do differently. We don't have the Lennon Hand special anymore. I I would like for them to include and bring that one back, by the way. (laughs) And let's include more reverse sweeps (laughs) since we got the same playbook, basically. All right, we're rushing through this thing. Let me do this.
3: The conference has been unlocked. Oh, let me lock it. The conference has been locked.
0: Okay, so we're going to try to knock out these calls, man. All right. Let me see boy. we got. I don't know. Maybe it's the same person. Because I see your number in here multiple times. But uh, from the 430, you're live. Once. Twice. Three times a lady. You're live, 430. Hello? All right. Well. That was the last caller. Since the room is locked, he's literally in here about four or five times. <laughs> so maybe having issues with his phone. Let me see four three zero. You are live. Hello, hello. Close the door. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, man, I was I was just about to hang up on you. <laughs> hey,
6: man, I know my thing tripping,
0: my phone tripping I'm sorry. Hey, you good, out, man?
6: man. I, I love your
0: show. I appreciate Thanks you, for man. Me on. <laughs> Anytime, man. Talk to yeah, me, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I have the same concerns.
6: Uh, hey, y-
0: t- t- hey turn me down just know. a little bit, man. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. Okay. I get an echo.
6: Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Man, man,
0: we can all hear you, man. Give me what you got.
6: Okay, I'm sorry. you good. I said, I'm, I think, so I'm not worried about the defense at all. Uh, defense is my least concern for Dallas. not for right. goddamn Uh The offense is my concern. I'm uh, Like I said, the creativity, uh, the blocking, and, you know, I was wondering if they, if they go just target different players and, and make the best of what they do. Like, right. over it and the deep. I you mean, know, if the running game ain't working, do something else, don't you? Try to force nothing. I'm just concerned about the offense, not the talent, the scheme. Mm-hmm.
0: The scheme, yeah.
6: You know, not the talent. I'm not worried about the talent. I worry about if they're going to utilize their players right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm concerned. Is they're going to just call plays like they normally do, or they're going to do something
0: different? I mean, we got we got explosive guys on the offense and. And with the creativity that we have on the defensive side, like you said, I'm I'm kind of like that. I just don't want to say it like 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 it's boldly that you said. Like I ain't worried about the defense because that's low key me. I'm, I'm not, not I mean, really I'm worried not like
6: about it. Sir, if, if, right. If anything right. broke the defense is because somebody got hurt, not because not because the scheme and talent not there. Dan Quinn improved himself. Yeah. And and I think I think the, all the new pieces that we got. I think they gonna be aggressive. I think what the defense gonna do is they're gonna create turnovers like they've been doing. The mm-hmm. problem is what the
0: offense is gonna do when they get the ball back. Yeah. What they gonna that's do when they I'm get the ball about. back. The
6: red zones will scare me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm uh trying to figure out with this offense. Last season I literally said it's gonna be the offense to carry the defense, right? For the first few half of the season games or what have you, which that literally happened. <laughs> and now this season I'm looking for this defense to carry the offense. But in in a way, in a way, in a way, in a way, I, I think that Dak Prescott and uh, and uh company is going to at least keep the offense afloat. I think we can still be top five in offense.
6: Yeah, I. I swear, all will thing I worry about the Red Zone is, is that they don't do coming and stuff. If you got a running back making $50 million or you got a good running back, why throwing should be your last solution. If you're within ten ten yards, pound the mm-hmm. ball. Pound it, you're yeah. Don't be running back to five yards, all that stuff. Try to be pretty. Just right up in there, and like I said, I think I lost a lot of lot of lost opportunities because they wouldn't do simple plays. Not because they went in the red zone; they just wouldn't do simple plays to get in the red zone.
0: Yes, indeed, man. You 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 spitting right now, the truth, man. I appreciate you, man. What's your name, fam?
6: Andrew. I'm in Texas. I'm in Longview, Texas.
0: Long, Long view, view man. man. East we, Texas. East Texas, man. I'm I appreciate like you,
6: man. From
3: Tyler. I know a lot of people heard of Tyler,
0: Texas. Yeah, Tyler, Texas, yeah. Well, well, come on down to one of these games, man, and uh, and we got something for you, man, with Cowboys experience, man, where we going to have some guys out there that currently play for the Cowboys, and we would love to see you out there, bro.
6: Okay, yes, 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 yes. Most of the best talent come out of Texas.
0: Yes, indeed, it's, it's man. And
6: we all know that. Yeah. Texas Florida.
0: Texas and Florida, man. Hey man. <laughs> hey, hey, and don't don't sleep on my Mississippi, man. We we on the map too, though. We coming. <laughs> but all right, bro, appreciate you, yeah. man. All right,
12: you too. All right.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, good call from him, man. Um, real good call. And as you guys look at the screen here, reason why I pulled that up is because I wanted to show you guys OSA, number ninety seven. Uh, Goodbye. If you guys looking at the screen, you see him flashes and get up front, get inside, and those are things that we really look for. Is a guy that can create pressure. This was his rookie year. Squeeze down inside. You see, uh, Jalen Smith is there, and of course, LVE. But Osa, pay attention to ninety-seven man. The way he penetrate, get up field, and make the quarterback pay for all of their indecipherable this in or indecisions there and that's what we like to see hopefully going into year two 97 will be even faster playing down inside and getting off of his releases so that's why I give my guy uh, Dan Quinn you know longitude and latitude because 97 <laughs> last year his rookie season had three sacks by the way look how he created that pressure forced his pass to be uh, arid throw so and then, of course, the board running for his life, and a lot of people talked about you know uh the aspect of this particular team that we're facing. oh man, they're gonna have a good offensive line. well, we're going to have a good defensive line we we are we really going to have a good defensive line Let's so just...
9: I think he I'm interested to see him block. he does a lot of things that I think are very useful, and the same thing with the defensive tackle from arkansas who might bring them a little edge and some quickness and nastiness in the middle of the defensive line uh and then some of the some of the other ones you're going to have to wait and see when they get in in drills but there's some of these rookie free agents bell the safety is is one and um whoever number 40 is i haven't learned all of that yet but that's what this time of year is for bells bells 41 and um and the receiver Hey,
0: if he's saying number 40, that's my guy Thomas. Juan Ye. Look, Juan Ye Thomas, y'all remember. Y'all remember that name? Juan Ye Thomas. If he's saying, if he's talking about number 40, this is Brad Sham. Uh, 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 Hall of Famer Brad Sham at this point. Let's listen to more of what he had to say. Uh,
9: from uh, Western Illinois, number three, Houston. I would keep an eye on him. Dennis. Those are the things that you you go. With an open mind when OTAs start keep in mind we are allowed to watch one out of every three days of three of the four weeks of OTAs but those are the things you go to look and try to find out about and then you, you have a little better understanding about what to watch for when training camp starts uh, you mentioned the tight end you know is, is is he the type of guy that could make them you know hold off on giving an extension to Schultz? That's not maybe not right now, but you know, as the season goes on, if if Dalton doesn't have a contract, I asked that because I was I was trying to ask some questions yesterday, uh, exactly along that line, wondering if uh, they would maybe think, let's see, okay, we see what we have, let's see how he develops. Now the problem is you've, you've you've got one month now exactly, as you guys know, to sign Schultz to a long-term deal. Right. Or you're going to go into the season without being able to do that, and then, then you've made a statement whether you want to or not to the player uh, that we're not going to give you that long-term deal right now. And so the uh, one answer that I got back um, that – really kind of resonated with me was it's way too early to tell and you may not have that answer at the end of the year it may just not be enough time so I think in Schultz's case they have to decide whether they can pay what the market now is for these last two or three guys who have signed tight end contracts I I think that Schultz does an awful lot of things for them yeah and I I personally hope they find a way to make a deal with him i think he would like to block better than he did last year but he's got a, so much upside that I, I hope that they do that but if they don't i don't think that ferguson will be the reason they don't but it's too early to say whether if they were to lose schultz after the year uh whether what they have is going to be the answer or they're going to have to supplement it again but i think that ferguson's got some of what you're looking for to uh, add to the mix.
0: Man, man, Schultz boy playing some hardball with the Cowboys. Uh, and $10.9 million, he said, no, man, I want, I'm i not finna play on that. I'm not. But here's the thing. Even if he's doing those individual drills, right, and he fooled around and get some of these snaps for Jake Ferguson more and uh, Sean McEwing, Sprinkles, he's he just a he just blocker, man. I'm not finna sell him, but he's just a blocker at this point. He's your big jumbo package guy. But Peyton Hendershot, all of those guys, and uh, Ian Blanton, all of those guys, if they get in more and more reps, and Schultz fool around, he ain't all, he, you know, Schultz got there by working hard. I'm not saying that Schultz is not a hard worker. But he got to where he's at now by working hard and performing and outperforming everybody in practice and by him not practicing and doing his silent protest there, I say. And if he fool around, be a step off or a step slower than what he was last season or he regressed to his rookie year or his sophomore year, it could be trouble for him because now you guys know that we are not afraid to say, okay, well, hey, it's Jake Ferguson time now, baby. Or is it Sean McEwen? Or is Ian Bunting, Blunting, whatever his name is. Or it could be Peyton Hendershot. Keep in mind, Cowboy Nation, Peyton Hendershot was on his way in Indiana. Now, he got hit up with that DV, that domestic violence situation. He got arrested or what have you. There's a mugshot out there. I'm not trying to sully his reputation. But you guys know how that goes with other teams, as it relates to drafting someone or someone taking a good look at you, and that could have been the reason why he dropped out of the draft because they didn't want to touch him. But Peyton Hendershot, he was on his he he is really nice, Cowboy Nation. Soft hands, he got a little wiggle at the catch, and we will see whether or not that can really manifest itself this offseason. Just pay attention to Peyton Hendershot. But let's not sleep on Jake Ferguson, who I went back to look at majority of his college film again just to make sure. Jake is nice, Cowboy Nation. Jake is really nice. And I'm not saying that Jake is going to give you last year results of what Schultz brought to the table. But it will not be far fetched that he can do some of those things. That's all I'm saying.
4: Brad Sham, Voice of the Boys, here on Sean and RJ via the Diamond Factory hotline.
0: Uh, the two big offensive storylines this week: Tony Pollard moving around, Dak leaner, Dak Prescott being unleashed to use his legs more versus last year. Uh, how do you feel about those two issues, Brad? Really, you know, Pollard's usage versus Zeke, who you know is now much maligned in the Metroplex, and then Dak using his legs more than last year.
9: So the Pollard story, you know, that last year, they were talking about doing that last year. And I
3: remember a conversation
9: <laughs> at news conferences and training camp, uh, and even in training camp last year because of protocols, we still didn't get the opportunity to get even coaches off to the side. But the talk was – and McCarthy kind of led us in this direction and certainly didn't disabuse us of the notion that with the versatility of both Pollard and Jarwin to be able to, now this is last year, last year, to be able to function from wide receiver routes as well as what they do that you had the chance to have a much more multiple offense than it looked like. And you could so you could have Pollard line up at running back and not be a running back on that play. Cause what you know is he's going to run a wide receiver route. Right. So what they've shown so far is a little bit more of him actually lining up at wide receiver, but that's, they're just looking at that right now. They've talked about it before. They talked about it last year. Frankly, Sean, last year, after listening to them in training camp, I expected to see something along the lines of, if you remember how the Steelers used Le'Veon Bell and his uh, – Best years twenty sixteen yeah. before he left them. Yeah. Uh, he would he lined up in the slot and he lined up wide, not just as a running back. And I kind of thought that we were going to see that with Pollard, Pollard. last year, yeah. and we never did. We never and did. so yeah, I think that that's a thing that could happen. Um, I think that they have to find ways early before they have Gallup. And I don't know how long he's going to miss in the regular season. He looks really good working off on the side. And I saw him at a golf tournament a month or so ago, and he's in a great frame of mind. Um, But until they have Gallup at full strength, you're going to have to find other ways. Because now you've taken out Cooper and Wilson and Gallup. And until he's back, you've got to find ways to create offense. And that's where uh, using uh Pollard as a wide receiver can be a big help and also Schultz's ability to get up the field can be used creatively. So I when you talk about the Pollard thing I just smile because I think we've heard it before and yep. let's see what they do with it. Uh Dak uh he he looks phenomenal. And uh, I really think that the uh, his lack of running was partly last year self-imposed partly the coaching staff saying look we he's got an uncertain leg still until we see it. And so they that was a weapon that they'd had before. I don't think he's going to he's not going to be Lamar Jackson uh but yeah. I do think that, I think that he'll run more but the notion the here's what makes me laugh the notion that okay. Mike McCarthy is going to stand up at a news conference in June and tell the world how Dak Prescott is going to be used in the offense. Yeah, it's laughable. <laughs> it's a reasonable question, but the answer you get in June is just the answer you get in June. And there's nothing else to talk about. So uh, it, it's really kind of meaningless. But I think when the games start, I think once we get to September, and and starts for real, uh, you know, I think that you'll see him uh, be more involved using his legs. And that'll a lot of it be up to him. So much of this is up to him. I'll tell you another thing that I got a chuckle out of two weeks ago at OTAs. And this is, again, the opportunity to talk to guys in the locker room. They were, you know, there's all the talk about how they've got to use uh, both Lamb and Pollard more than they did last year. They got to get the ball to them. Big facts. And when there weren't a lot of people around, I, uh, I said to him, you know, when Witten was a rookie, ourselves used to say, we've got to find a way to get the ball to Witten," uh-huh. and, uh, I, and I and said, you know, I would say to Babe on the air, hey, Babe, how can they get the ball to Witten?' <laughs> and Babe would say, throw it. Throw it.
3: The- it. <laughs> that would be the best
9: way to do it. So Jack <laughs> laughed, and he said, yeah, and he said, and that's what we've got to do with Lamb. And I said, well, you've got the ball. <laughs> I mean, you, aren't you going to decide? I'm And the look on his face and the look in his eye indicated to me that he's way ahead of everybody on that and how much, now you didn't ask me about Lamb, but I think this is a thing that we're going to get a look at once the season gets going. It seems to me that Dak sees everything in Lamb that you want to see from a number one receiver and that Dak, as the quarterback, gaining in confidence every year is going to take it upon himself to make sure that lamb is treated as the number one receiver in terms of the distribution.
0: That was the end of that, man. Oh, I could just listen to old boy all day, man. Brad shall, man. Appreciate him for his insights, man. Click that link. That's in the chat log there. Cowboy nation to listen to the full interview of brad sham with 105.3 the fan fan uh i said the film 105.3 the film that's fine. that's dope <laughs> that's dope right there but the fan 105.3 the fan shout out to those boys over there uh cowboy nation brad is telling the truth brad is flat out telling the truth if you want to see those boys get more opportunities give them the ball more you know, I, I looked back at two things. Um, I think it was this right here, Tony Pollard in touches. He had 130 touches. That put him at 41 or 41st place, right? There's 32 teams out there, 31 other, t- other teams out there, basically if you really want to contextualize it like that. And there were 41 other running backs with more touches than him. If we can get him at least down to 20th in touches, don't you guys know that that would have been 1,600 yards, right, if we just do the quick math or what have you. So give this man more touches. Split this thing up. Let's look at it like this. The last time the Cowboys won a playoff game, Ezekiel Elliott rushed for over 120 yards against the Seattle Seahawks, which defense was not nothing to sneeze at at that time too, right? They had Wagner out there. They had some guys out there. So get back to running the ball. Uh, Also, let me see far as – uh, CD, lab touches or what have you, or attempts or targets, and see what he was ranked at. I didn't think to pull him up on the fly, right quick, as far as his positional ranking. Bear with me, Cowboy Nation. Twenty-first, twenty-first, and targets. So get that down to eleven. Get that down to maybe ten. Increase his production, and you'll see an increase in his play, his yards, touchdowns. That's just the law of averages. Right, Cowboy Nation? All right, I understood enough of your time. Cowboy Nation, be sure to smash that like button, share this content, and let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. Check out my website, uh, lawnationsports.com, and let's continue to grow it from here. Cowboy Nation, I thank those who donated I thank those who uh, shared this content and those who super chat. Shout out to you, Joey. Uh, Young Blood over there on the Facebook with your uh, love and support, uh, especially the um, the 200 stars. I appreciate you for that. And we have multiple, multiple other people that give back to this channel. Uh, Dwayne Nightner, appreciate you. Uh, this uh, gave me stars or what have you on the Facebook groove of things. I thank everybody. Uh, be sure uh, to know that when you go over to the website, lawnationsports.com, you know, it's my handle on my YouTube. Just put .com in there. Go all the way down to the bottom and uh, leave your uh, feedback. Connect with the nation. Give me your, your thoughts of everything. And you you'll be entered into a drawing to win this beautiful hat. And what I'm going to do is since it's the 15th of this month. We're not even going to wait to the end of the month. Maybe we'll just do the selection this Friday. How about that? That's so we can kick off another giveaway for this month. So we're going to do two giveaways for this month. Uh, Henry, appreciate you. Brian Smith, thank you for the 100 stars. Uh, 24-7, Cowboy, 9 dollars for your mind. <laughs> Uh, law seems like now the hope law has calmed down. The hop law. <laughs> uh, you don't hear the talking head saying we are second or third place in the in in the east. It seems like cowboys. We are the contenders. Oh, I see what you're saying. The hoop law. The hoop law. <laughs> I like that it has calmed down. All right, so you're right, you know. Last year it was the Washington team. They they were saying that all they need is a quarterback, right, a quarterback that would change the uh, the mindset, the temperaments of that team. And they got their quarterback, and we're still waiting for them to do anything, right? And he got injured. The year before that, it could have been the Giants. They always count the Cowboys out. Now it's the Eagles, shout out to them right shout out to them let me find me some good music so we can get this thing going the aspect of life you know we live this this moment right now to understand that even in this amount of time at the beginning is here I don't know if I can feel this one though hold on let me find me another music <laughs> this is two let me see if I can find me one right quick hold on nah is this gonna get my mind together mm, I like this one nah let me see if I can find me another one uh, I like the. I don't know if I can get off on this one. Oh, yeah. I can get this one a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the type of music I need right here. Oh, yeah. My bad if I destroyed your ears, man. Sound like a boss music though. Nah, I can't I can't get that one. I can't get that one. I'm trying to find me another one. Let me see if this one. Let me see if this one can go. That sounds like sad music though. For the gods of Olympus abandon me. Cowboy Nation destroyed the vision that I had. But I come here to tell you with strong dedication in the meditations of our hearts, even in the midst of what Stephen Jones doing and not pulling the trigger
3: this is Sparta!
0: we still gravitate with this team i like that one you know i like that one but it still ain't it it still ain't it i can't i can't get off on that one <laughs> let's see what this one is uh i love y'all man so much let me see if i can get this one though Let me see how that one go. Like one of them? Like a superhero music. (laughs) The villain is coming through. I don't know where I got that music from. I know what I can do. I know what I I can do. I'm going to go old school on y'all. I know what I can do. Y'all bear with me. Cover your ears on this one. This is like Game of Thrones type of beat right there. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Let me me go old school on y'all right quick. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I think this one did.
3: Couple years, I know that was loud. Oh,
9: who remember that one?
0: Come on, that's too loud, huh? Yeah. Come on. I used to have my fire on this one. I saved this one for the season, baby. (laughs) Yeah. This is Sparta! Are
4: you
7: not entertained?
0: Come on, baby. Are you not entertained? Come on, baby. It's a law you crazy. They say long, this team ain't going nowhere. They say long, it's been 27 years. They say long. This is spot. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'm crazy, baby. No, God! Come on. Hey, some other people.
8: Finish him. Ah,
0: I'm letting I'm letting it get into me first. I gotta let I gotta let my third eye open up. I gotta let it open up, baby. Come back, faith. You merely adopted the dark. I was Hmm. born in it. But the truth you can't handle the truth ah.
1: oh you think darkness is your ally
7: come on
0: <laughs> Woo, Cowboy Nation. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tawdry and cheap if life itself seems empty and useless without it. And all that you scheme and dream is about it. If you will gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all terror of your mind. If dogged and grim and besiege and beset it with the help of almighty cowboy nation, you will get it. Ah! Yeah!
8: You could not live with your own failure. (laughs)
0: Let's go, baby! Yeah! Yeah! baby Slow down for you Yeah. Let's go yeah. Slow down just a little bit Save the last
3: bite for you
0: And you For you Don't let the street lights hit you What Jerry said Jerry, he hit me up, he just hit me up. nation 24/7. Seven
3: the truth. You love can't handle the truth. Seven more And another one. And another, and another one. <laughs> I think you, but the one love. Seven wonders, all in one.
0: All the haters, do me all a favor. Lean forward just a little bit. Don't let the street. You? No, you know baby. it's
3: dangerous to you live know alone. Come on. Don't let the streak I teach you. Could night, be on. Okay, you it
0: If it's your birthday this month, happy birthday to you. Whatever you go, whatever you do. If you at this point and you have not smashed do that like button. Baby
3: crank and fly Shame. Then forever doesn't feel that far so far so far Give a baby crank can fly Then forever doesn't feel that far So far so far if a baby crank can fly
1: Did the dark. I was born in it.
3: You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough
8: and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you
3: that says, I just have to follow.
7: You
1: understand the words I'm saying to
3: you. Yeah. Oh, oh, you think, you? This is your cook. That's when the cocaine's happening. When does that crack?